Hello and welcome to the Rank Kings, the podcast that answers the age-old question, what are the best movie trailers? I'm Danny Weiser, with me as always is my co-host and the Mark Elliott to my Don LaFontaine. It's Ty McGowan. Two those legends. Are, <laughs> those are the trailer voiceover guys, like the inner world. Those are like the two most famous of those guys ever. Did you look up like what trailers they've done or are we just... All, all of them. All of them, dude. Okay. All of them. okay. Every, every single one. <laughs> Pretty Even much the ones without trailer. the like, voiceover. Thousands of trailers they have done. <laughs> Like I just, it like you have heard the inner world. That's Don LaFontaine. He's like the most famous voiceover guy of all time. And then Mark Elliott is the guy that took over for Don LaFontaine when Don LaFontaine died. Well, so spoiler just, those alert, are the guys. I don't have any of their trailers on my list because none of them have the. You might, voiceover. dude. You might, and you just don't know. The only the the movies that have voiceovers are from the actors. All of my trailers. Gotcha. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, they're they're the they've I mean, millions of commercials. I don't. What do I do for trailers? Now, who's you know the I mean? guy that it's does very niche and weird? Who's the guy that does the Sunday 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 for? Probably one of these dudes. I don't <laughs> know. That guy is awesome. I see. Let's that say it's Mark Elliott. Times. Let's pretend it's Mark <laughs> Elliott. If that'll make you feel better. Um, <laughs> talking movie trailers this week. Um, really excited to do this one, mostly because of our guest judge. Uh, it's our friend Tanner from the Mad About Movies Discord who makes trailers professionally. Like, it is her career. Uh, and it's not every day that we get to have an actual expert that knows what they're talking yeah. about as a guest judge on this podcast. So we, it seemed like too good of an opportunity to pass up. We like to pretend that Shane's an expert because he works in the movie biz, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, but if you don't have anything else, I'm list A. Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, my honorable mentions, the theme I went for this time is uh, good trailer, bad movie. Okay. So trailers that I think are genuinely really good that got me excited to see the movie, and then I saw the movie, and I was like, I don't like this. This is <laughs> not my thing. This is not good. <laughs> uh, my first one I think might actually be a good movie that other people like. It's just not the kind of movie that I'm into, um, but it's uh, Cloverfield. Okay. Um, it's the teaser trailer for Cloverfield, uh, specifically. Um, Cloverfield 2008, directed by Matt Reeves, stars Mike Vogel, Jessica Lucas, and Lizzie Kaplan. So this this teaser trailer, it's only like a minute and a half long. It opens on this going away party that's in like a loft in New York because 2008 millennials love a loft and a rooftop party. So that's, that's what we've got going on here. Uh, the power flickers off. They hear this creepy noise, so they go on the roof to see what's happening, and a massive explosion happens. Chaos ensues, and it ends with the head of the statue of liberty rolling down the street which is an iconic movie trailer shot i think it's so sick uh, like i don't remember anything of the movie cloverfield i do remember this shot from this trailer um it's just it's cool it's one of those that's like shot from the perspective of some dude with a camcorder like the movie chronicle that got really popular in like the late aughts early 2010s yeah. Um, but this trailer's sick. It's, it's like a perfect teaser, or teaser trailer. Doesn't give anything away. Just kind of gets you hyped for a monster movie. I love Cloverfield. I really I don't love that anything movie. about it. It's like our generation's Blair Witch Project. Okay, gotcha. I I mean I know I've seen it, but it's probably been since like 2009, 2010 since I saw it. I don't remember anything about it other than like not caring yeah. about it at, really at all. I think a lot of people don't want to go back to it because the like quote-unquote sequels that were made after it in the Cloverfield universe just weren't that great. So it's got like a gotcha. bad taste in people's mouth. 
Gotcha. That makes sense. But either way, the teaser trailer is so sick. Yeah. Um, my next one genuinely is a bad movie. It's Superman Returns, the teaser trailer for it. Oh, the um, one in like, like 2006. 2006. <laughs> yeah. That movie sucks. 2006, directed by Brian Singer, stars Brandon Routh, Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor, uh, and Kate Bosworth. It's, it's your classic epic superhero trailer with lots of like bomb and like uplifting music and like vague shots of action and him flying in space and stuff which is sick you're gonna see a lot of that on, <laughs> on my list this episode um you've got the john williams score from the original superhero or superman film that starts playing uh with a marlon brando voiceover from the original superman film um brandon ralph looks the part uh, he ended he's, up kind of sucking at acting the part. But. He's the whitest actor who's ever lived. Yeah, dog Superman. The <laughs> whitest. Like, no, I'm not even saying just Superman. <laughs> the dude is the whitest person I've ever seen on yes. anything. Like, even the- I agree. That's why he was perfect to play this freaking Boy Scout <laughs> superhero character. Um, you just you get a few cool shots of him learning to use his powers. A solid shot of him flying in the suit. It's a pretty perfect teaser uh, that got me like genuinely excited for the movie, and then just like a bad movie, <laughs> like a really not good movie. Yeah, it sucked. Uh, and then my last one, another really good, I think genuinely pretty good trailer, and genuinely just god awful movie. It's Suicide Squad, twenty sixteen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Directed yeah. by David Ayer, stars Will Smith, Jared Leto, Margot Robbie. The Queen song starts playing. We get to see Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. You get this expositional moment that's, that's I want to assemble a task, a task force. Well, they're bad guys, which is, bam, plot of the movie. Gets you right there. You get introductions to each of the characters. It's got action, some jokes. We're like, cool, we're going to get a quirky and fun anti-hero movie which wasn't played out in 2016 it is now but it yeah. wasn't in wasn't in 2016 so it was like kind of exciting the movie looks super fun after this trailer unfortunately they used every decent part of the movie in this trailer to get people to go watch their awful movie so but you've got margot robbie as harley quinn and you're like oh that rule she looks the part she's super funny she looks like she's crushing it and they that's why they kept going back to her in the trailer because everything else about that movie sucks well and then you have like they like tease batman and you're like oh crap like batman's <laughs> gonna be a part of this and then he like appears nope. for like a minute in the movie and you're like oh that's that's it okay <laughs> oh so no batman then. okay cool 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 <laughs> Uh, but trailer's sick. Like, I was so excited for Suicide Squad, and then I watched it, and that went away. Quickly. You know what? You know, movies like that are just a slap to the face. You know, you see that good trailer, and then the movie's just so bad. It's really, really, really bad. But those are my honorable mentions. <laughs> uh, okay, my honorable mentions also went with a the theme. I'm going with my favorite trailers for movies coming out this year that I've seen so far. Ooh. Um, one, this trailer came out two years ago, uh, but it's Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Um, and it's the first trailer that came out, which is hilarious to watch because it's like summer 2020. And you're like, oh, man, that was a long time ago. <laughs> it's supposed to come out. But I mean, that, you know, the Top Gun song kicks in and it's just like chills the, the entire time. And you just get so ready. And we said it in our Top Gun episode on We Should Watch a Movie. There's just nothing cooler than watching jets fly mm-hmm. on screen. It rules. It's, it's it objectively awesome. rules. It's yeah. so cool. Um, and it just looks like it's going to be like just the same amount of fun as the original Top Gun. So like this just 
got me so pumped up. I'm so excited for this movie that I'm not letting Miles Teller ruin my enthusiasm for it. I think he'll be fine. I don't think he'll be bad. When he's with, when he has like a good script and a good director, he's like, look at Whiplash. He's amazing in Whiplash. I think Glenn Powell is going to be so good that I'm going to forget that Miles Teller's there. That's what I'm hoping for. I mean, that's probably what's going to happen. So I think mm-hmm. you'll be happy. Mm-hmm. But I'm banking on it. <laughs> you and Glenn Powell, man. Um, <laughs> it's almost as creepy as my love for Timothy Chalamet. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Um, almost. Okay. My second one is a movie that I know you're pumped for. It's Men. It's an A24 movie starring mm-hmm. Jesse Buckley, written and directed by Alex Garland, same guy that did Ex Machina. He uh, he also did, um, I want to say he wrote 20, 27 weeks later, whatever that zombie movie with Killian Murphy. Um, also Sunshine, he wrote Sunshine. He's, he's probably the most talented sci-fi writer other than Christopher Nolan out there right now. Um, so I'm super pumped for this. It looks creepy as hell. Roy Rory Kinnear plays every single man in this small English town that Jesse mm. Buckley is in, and it's creepy and great. And like the vibes of it are just like it's it's a 24 movie star Jesse Buckley. This trailer it was made for me, so like of course I'm gonna love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not watching this movie. You're gonna watch it. I think I'm just out on A24 in general. Like, I don't really want to watch anything they make anymore. I'm, like, one very drunk weekend away from just getting an A24 tattoo at this point. <laughs> so just, like, one regular weekend away from getting an A24 tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my third trailer is Nope. Because Jordan Peele yeah, knows how true. to make a good trailer. And it's an alien Jordan Peele movie. With Steven Yoon in it, of course I'm going to freaking love this. But what's great about it is it just looks like everything is hitting the fan throughout this entire movie. It looks like there's nothing anyone has control over. And it looks like it's going to be an amazing time. And I think it's going to be a little bit less horror than, you know, Get Out and Us. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with this. I think this might be his, not better than Get Out, but I think I might like it better than Get Out. Now that I think about it. Us has an incredible trailer. Yeah. Just, I got five on it. It's, it's like playing the whole time with Dude, those creepy Jordan doubles Peele, of them. It, that, kind of an incredible trailer. Have not seen the movie. Jordan Peele is like the opposite of, um, uh, oh my gosh, the guy we hate who made uh, all the DC movies. Why can't Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. <laughs> Snyder makes a great trailer. Makes some yeah. bad movies. Jordan Peele, yeah, yeah, yeah. great trailer, great movies. Yeah. Not really the opposite, but I get what you're saying. Well, whatever. Um, so back <laughs> off, man. I'm trying to make a point. <laughs> All right. Uh, on to our list, my number 10 is the teaser for Jaws. Uh, 1975, directed by Steven Spielberg, stars Roy Schott or Robert Shaw, R- uh, Richard Dreyfus. This one is cool because it's like a nature documentary. It's only like a minute and a half long, doesn't really feature any footage from the actual movie. Um, it's just, you've got, you just, the camera is going through the deep water and you've got this nature documentary voiceover. It says there's a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change, without passion and without logic. It lives to kill a mindless eating machine. It will attack and devour anything. It is Army as, as, God is cre- <laughs> 
It is as if God created the devil and gave him Jaws. It did, and then you just see like a lady get eaten, and that's the end of this teaser. <laughs> that's the whole thing. It's so intense. It's the absolute perfect teaser for like a monster movie. For a PG movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is insane. It's still insane to this day. But uh, yeah, this teaser trailer rules. And then like they they do their regular, like the official Jaws trailer, and they do this and then just add like three minutes of movie footage to it. And it's way worse. But this trailer or this teaser trailer rules. Yeah. So I made some rules for myself. So I'm not going to have this will be the only list we ever do about movies where you're going to have a movie older than what's on my list. Um, but one of the rules I had was I had to have seen the trailer in real time because one, the trailer needed to make me want to see the movie Two, It had to have a like chill factor. It had to give me the chills, give me the goosebumps. Um, or it had to make me get like super emotional. So like, those were my rules for like what was allowed to be on my list. Um, I am I am looking at my list and I have Jaws and then I have one other that's a little older and then the rest of mine the earliest one is 2012s. Yeah, <laughs> this will be the only time where you beat me with a with a movie. Yeah. You Just have two of them. The rest of them are like the last three or four years. Yeah, that's pretty much all mine. Um, okay, my number ten first one up is Logan, specifically the Hurt mm. Johnny Cash Ooh. trailer. Yeah. Um, so this trailer hit me super hard cause I knew there was going to be an X-Men movie coming out. I had no idea it was going to be like, like this kind of vibe. It was going to be like a Western. Um, and you have that, you have hurt playing through the background, which now I only associate with Wolverine. Like that song to me is just like, how did Johnny Cash know that this song was going to be about Wolverine? Like it is just so perfect. He did it on purpose, dude. It's crazy. Johnny Cash is a huge X Men fan. <laughs> Everybody knows. Uh, but yeah, I just had no idea it was coming, and the trailer is just super emotional. I get the chills every time that it starts hitting, and Wolverine is just going ham on all these people and attacking everybody. And then you get the end with him holding the girl's hand, and you have Patrick Stewart. Stewart's voiceover just Logan you still have time and then it cuts Mm -hmm. to black like oh oh man dude this trailer is just so good yeah that is a killer trailer that's a great choice um okay my number nine is the Black Panther teaser Ooh. Uh, 2018 directed by Ryan Coogler stars Chadwick Boseman Michael B. Jordan Lupita Nyong'o um it's Andy Serkis is acting as the narrator basically for this his character claw that's exactly the narrator i don't think i've ever seen this trailer he's not actually the narrator like he's in the trailer like it starts with a shot of him sitting across from martin freeman um which like happens in the movie but it's like that he's talking about wakanda he just starts with tell me something what do you know about wakanda and then just goes on this big spiel about wakanda because that's sort of what the trailer's doing like it's it's showing a he like he's telling us all about what what Wakanda really is while we get to see these beautiful shots of it, um, into a shot of Black Panther in the shadows talking about bad or taking out bad guys. Like I love the introduction to Wakanda. A few quick shots of like the different tribes. You get shots of Killmonger. 
Um, you get the voiceover from King T'Chaka says that you're a good man and it's hard for a good man to be a king, which is like the prevailing theme of, yeah. of the movie. It's just, it's an incredible teaser. You get enough to like be hooked and see that, wow, Wakanda is gorgeous. And I'm so excited to see like Michael B. Jordan is a villain, but he doesn't give away like any of the actual like, like big moments or big shots or anything in the movie. It just makes you really stoked to see it. What an incredible teaser trailer. Yeah. I've, I need to watch that. I've never seen that one. It's so good. Um, I think it's just like with some of those MCU, like I never watched the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, they're in Civil War. I know that their movies are coming up. So why do I need to, why do I need to watch yeah. this trailer? That's fair. Uh, yeah, I, I have like a, a couple, I think two more <laughs> MCU <laughs> movies on my list. So oops. <laughs> Uh, okay, so my number nine is Godzilla, specifically the 2014 movie that started off the whole, nice. uh, what led up to the greatest title fight of all time with Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, yeah. Still Team Kong, by the way, all the way. Same. Um, but this, so I've never been, like, I think it just, like, kind of skipped our generation. Like, I don't know a lot of people that are huge godzilla fans or like king kong fans i think it's just like it's just not something that was ever like mm-hmm. like pushed towards our generation to like at all we had that movie in the 90s but i still haven't seen it with matthew broadwick which is just a weird thing to think about. oh yeah that's the godzilla peter jackson movie, movie? yeah no so godzilla. Fe- oh i thought you were talking about king kong Sorry. no that's um that's jack black the one of the greatest <laughs> actors of all time um <laughs> But I've never been a big Godzilla fan, so, like, I didn't know this movie was coming out. So I saw this in theaters, and it, like, starts out with, like, it's basically just, like, an action movie. Like, any action movie. So I'm like, okay, cool. This is, like, a cool, like, dark action movie. It looks like it's maybe, like, apocalyptic or something because the city's on fire. Like, this is cool. And then you, like, see, like, some, like, something move in, like, the smoke. Like, the city's just filled with smoke. And I couldn't tell it was Godzilla. So, like, I was just like, oh, cool. It's like a monster movie. It's going to be like a kaiju movie. That That's cool. I'm down for that. And then at the very end, like, literally the entire trailer, I'm just like, I don't know what this is. And you see the spine. And then you hear the, scre- the yell. And you see his head for, like, literally half a second, maybe less. Yeah. And I was just like, holy crap. I might be a Godzilla fan now because that was freaking awesome. I cannot wait for this. It looks so cool. Yeah, that's sick. It's also really funny because my number eight is Godzilla King of the Monsters. Ah, uh, 2019. Yeah, you had to get Michael there. Yeah, always. Uh, directed by Michael Doherty, stars Kyle Chandler, Vera Farmiga, Millie Bobby, Millie Bobby Brown, and Ken Watanabe. Um, I listen. I am just a simple creature who loves monster movie trailers and superhero movie trailers, and I don't. I'm not going to apologize for it. That's <laughs> just that I like big monsters beating the crap out of each other. You've got Vera Farmiga uh, kind of doing the narrating, just expositional stuff. You've got mass destruction shots. You've got this beautiful piano music playing as we're shown shots of like these massive creatures just beating the hell out of each other. You've got the neon radioactive Godzilla emerging from the depths of the ocean and shooting his breath blast thing into the sky with uh, Long Live the King from the the character in the movie. It's just, it's pretty incredible looking, I think. Just lots of big 
epic action monster shots, which is all I want out of out of these kinds of movies. Uh, and it like made me think like, oh, cool, I should get into these kaiju movies, and I did, and they're so sick. They are. I mean, that whole. Yeah. I love all of those movies that Me lead too. up to Godzilla vs. Kong. They're so good. Me too. King of the Monsters gets dunked on, and like I get it. It's not like great, but I really like it. I think it's so fun. You know what holds up big time going back and rewatching those? Hmm. Kong Skull Island is awesome. Yeah. It, it is rules. so fun to revisit. It, I think it's my favorite out of all of those movies. It is so awesome. That got dunked on big time. I uh, think that movie rules. Yeah, it was so fun. Um, okay, my number eight is this starts. I have three. I didn't even plan this, but I have three Christopher Nolan trailers in a row. So this starts the <laughs> the Nolan uh, trailers off. Um, first one up, number eight, Dunkirk. Specifically, trailer number two. Um, you have these like quick shots, and they're Nolan shots, so of course they look like gorgeous. They're amazing, mm-hmm. and it's just really quick. And like it's slowly building with this that ticking clock, and the ticking clock is just getting louder and louder as these people are like flying airplanes and running on the beach and drowning and getting blown up, and it's just like quick, 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 and it's just like so stressful. Yeah, but it's just like it's amazing. It, it's just it's exactly what I want from like a war movie, and I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. Of, I love war movies when they're done right. Um, but yeah, this is so good. It's amazing. You probably wouldn't like it because Barry Keegan is in this trailer, so I don't know if you'd like that one. Come on, <laughs> she's she's already mad enough at us about the Oscars. Episodes. I think his face is. I was watching this trailer and I was like, his face looks even more like puffy in this. So like maybe like with age, it gets less puffy. I'm not participating in this conversation. <laughs> it's because he's a boxer. Not, he's got a boxer's face. That again. He has a face of a boxer because he was a boxer. Um, but I also, mean, I found out it's pronounced Keown. So I'm, I'm going to keep saying Keon. Keegan. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> just like I'm going to always say Denny Villanueva because it just sounds better. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It does not sound it's like better. that basketball player that played for the uh, Cavs. Yeah, Charlie Villanueva. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love saying his name when he played the NBA. <laughs> stupid uh but yeah this dunkirk trailer is so good i was so pumped for it and it's like still to this day my favorite nolan movie really oh yeah 100 percent. i I just i'm just that makes sense i'm not that into war movies i guess like i remember i watched it and i was like wow this movie it looks great i I, was there a story there i don't remember it well it was (laughs) all told in different there were different timelines so like you probably got confused yeah and not going to clear it up because probably not watching it again. It's just <laughs> fine. Um, my number seven is The Shining theatrical trailer. Okay. Uh, from 1980, directed by Stanley Kubrick, Kubrick, stars Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall. This one is, it's so simple. It's just one static shot for like 90% of it. So you have this incredibly ominous music playing on a shot of an elevator lobby with just scrawling script that just shows like the director and the actor and the producer and the title and blah, blah, blah. And then the blood. (laughs) It's just massive amounts of blood spilling out of this elevator and filling the hallway. It's just, it's terrifying and so intense and so well done and so suspenseful. Like it, it gives nothing away about the movie it just built suspense so it's the perfect like teaser trailer it's so good yeah again and didn't like, make my list because yeah 
I never saw it in I, real time. I am famously not into horror movies. I didn't like love The Shining, but this trailer is. God, it's so good. Yeah. Um, okay, my number seven, another Nolan movie. It is Interstellar, the teaser trailer. Nice. So this is so Inception had come out four years ago, and this and everyone lost their damn minds when that movie like everyone lost their minds when that movie came out i think me and my friend went and saw inception and stayed up to like 4 a.m trying to figure out like exactly what happened (laughs) during that movie um but so this is his first non-batman movie since inception so like everyone i remember being so pumped for this and not knowing like one single thing he kept everything under wraps except for who was going to be in the movie um and then the trailer starts i was in the theater i can't remember what movie i was seeing but the trailer starts and like more than half of the trailer is just like shots from like historic nasa missions it's like (laughs) nothing to do with this movie at all and they're shots that are never used in the movie with that amazing voiceover from matthew mcconaughey no one does a voiceover like matthew mcconaughey he's just (laughs) so good at it um but then it ends with like you have him driving away from the farm and then it ends with his daughter and Michael Caine looking up at a rocket flying away and it just says interstellar. And then one year from now and cuts to black. And I was just like, Holy crap, this is going to be the greatest movie ever. made!" (laughs) It was so good. Oh my gosh. That voiceover. I mean, that needs to be taught in, are there like film trailers, film trailer schools? (laughs) Probably, but that's not something you, you can't just teach like be like Matthew McConaughey. It's like a learned skill. It was so it was so good. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, my number six, we're back to superhero movies. It's Captain America Civil War. Okay. Uh, 2016, directed by the Russo brothers, stars Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr. Um, you got Cap reuniting with Bucky, cool classic Marvel action scenes. We get an insight into the politics of this movie, which is super intri- I mean, it's the point of the movie, but it's really intriguing and not like standard Marvel stuff. Like yeah. It's more than just kicks and punches. Um, I, I love that in the trailer, we get to see the line drawn in the sand and see a few of like which heroes take which sides. Not all of them, not enough to like spoil the movie or anything, but you get to see like a few of them enough to like get you really invested and figure out like, are they really going to fight each other? Um, you get the he's my friend, so was I line that is yeah. just a gut punch for hardcore Marvel fans. Um, Cat versus Tony actually throwing some punches at each other. So you get confirmation of like, oh, they do actually sort of fight. But like, how big is this fight going to get? It's just so intense, so different from the other Captain America stuff we had gotten so far. Um, I, I, a fun like change of pace for the MCU at that point. Really, really good trailer. I remember being so stoked for this movie. Yeah, I didn't watch the trailer because I was scared they would show uh, something with Spider-Man, and I didn't want it to be spoiled, so mm, I never watched yeah. it. That's uh, So I didn't choose the one with Spider-Man in it. There is a trailer with Spider-Man in it, though, where he grabs Cap Shield, but I did the one before that. Yeah. Um, okay, well, my number six is another uh, superhero movie. It's the Dark Knight trailer 2. So Batman Begins... Like, I remember seeing that and being like, oh, finally a good Batman movie. Because I didn't like any of the other Batman movies before that. Um, But it ends with the Joker tease. And you're just like, oh, crap. Joker's coming to this next movie. We're getting the Joker. And we don't really get, like, any kind of promise until they start promoting the film. And you get that 
that one picture of him standing behind that like blurry glass with like mm-hmm. why so serious painted with blood. Um, but we finally get this trailer and it's just the Joker voiceover from the interrogation scene. And basically the whole trailer is just them basically getting ready for the Joker, which is only 30 minutes of this entire film, which is crazy, but it's just them getting ready to fight the Joker. And you have Heath Ledger just like you get that first glimpse of him and he's it's when he's looking up from the ground in the interrogation room and you're just like, yeah, this is going to be the greatest villain of all time. I am so freaking pumped for this. The Joker looks amazing. This is awesome. I cannot wait to see this. And it totally paid off. Nice. Like yeah, when that's that, a great pick. When I first heard that laugh in this, because this was the first Dark Knight trailer I'd ever seen. And when I first heard that laugh, I was like, the chill factor was just so high. It was just chills yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it's really good. We've got more Batman coming up later. So, um, My number five is Creed, 2015, directed by Ryan Coogler. So it's not going to be Jordan, Sylvester Stallone, Tessa Thompson. Uh, Any trailer that starts with Michael B. Jordan shadow boxing, pretty good trailer, dude. You're such a (laughs) coog head, dude. You are such a coog head. Always have been, always will be, baby. (laughs) You have it tattooed. Um, (laughs) You have the tattoo. It just says coog head. It's just Cougs with a Z. Cougs. <laughs> Directed by Cougs. Uh, but we get the basic setup. We get that it's Apollo Creed's son. We know that he's not just trying to use his dad's name and write his coattails, which is interesting. Lots of shots of Michael B. Jordan just throwing some punches to show that he really does look like a boxer, which is not easy to do and is kind of scary. <laughs> you're going into, you're continuing the Rocky franchise, sort of rebooting. He's like, God, I hope this dude looks like a freaking boxer. And yeah. Wow, he does. Um, we get the big reveal that Rocky is going to play a significant role in this, but we don't get to, it doesn't give away too much as to like just how significant. I think you assume like, Oh, he's going to be in a few scenes and he's going to show up here and there, but I don't think you realize that he's going to be like a main character, which is nice. You don't realize he's going to get nominated for best supporting actor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, it, it gives us enough to go. Oh wow, this Rocky reboot might actually be good, which is was got had to have been just so nice for the huge Rocky fans that were really worried about this. Yeah. But this trailer rules. Yeah, that trailer was awesome. I, I watched that trailer like all the time before that movie. <laughs> I was because I was scared. I was like, okay, well the last like three Rocky movies haven't been great. So like yeah. I don't know where this is gonna go. <laughs> yeah. And then you watch that trailer and they're like, Oh, this is gonna be good. <laughs> Uh, okay, my number five is just pure, unadulterated chaos. It's Mad Max Fury Road, trailer <laughs> nice. number one. Yeah. I didn't know. I Like, I'm not a huge Mad Max person. I had seen those movies before, like, once when I was a kid. And honestly, I thought they were so boring. So I wasn't like, hey, we need another Mad Max movie. But when I tell you my eyes were just so wide open during this entire trailer in the theater that I don't think I blinked once during the first time. It was just like, just chaos everywhere. And you have this weird, like fast paced, like opera classical music while cars are just flying everywhere. And you have that scene where they go through the storm and Max is just literally on the back of this car. And it's, People are just flying and being exploded like everywhere. You have uh, whatever Nicholas Holt just 
oh, what a day. What a lovely day. And just like, oh, my God, this trailer was just so like, holy crap. This is going to be so like, this is going to be fun. This is going to be one of the and it was it was like it's the one of the most fun movies to go see. Yeah, I need to rewatch Fury Road because I remember I, I watched it for the first time as I was just starting to like sort of get into movies. Um, and I was just like, oh, cool. So it's just like cars in the desert, huh? which is not a good take, but it's, I haven't seen it since. And now that I actually like sort of know what to look for and I like actiony movies, I need to rewatch it. Dude, I'm not kidding you. It is fast and furious in a post-apocalyptic world with better writing. Like that's yeah. what Mad Max is. And you're in luck. Cause they've come out since this come out, they've come out with the, uh, the Chrome version, which is an all black and white. And it looks amazing. That's fake, right? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's real. Why? Because <laughs> it's Who's crisp. This for? What it's do we so need it crisp. for? It? No, it the, so is the color one. I know. I just wanted to say that to piss you off. Stupid. <laughs> um. All right. Going back to Batman, a different one though. My number four is The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, okay. Uh, 2012, directed by Christopher Nolan, stars Christian Bale, Tom Hardy, and Hathaway. Um, you've got this starts off with just this creepy little boy singing the national anthem, uh, and that kind of goes through the background while just mayhem is happening. The just Steelers, ex- the freaking Steelers, dude. <laughs> yeah. You've got a riot in the streets. You got Bruce Wayne in prison. A Steelers game with an imploding stadium. The only player that see- survives is Heinz Ward. <laughs> Everybody else is dead, dude. The whole freaking team. <laughs> Uh, we see Anne Hathaway Catwoman. We're introduced to Bane, who's huge and intimidating, and we get to hear his voice. Um, I just, I, I have this one over the Dark Knight. Dark Knight, obviously, a much better movie. Yeah. Um, but this got the added benefit of coming after how good Dark Knight was, because like Batman Begins is like, oh, this is good. Like, I'm I'd be pretty interested to see what Christopher Nolan does with the, these other two movies. And then you get Dark Knight, and you're like, this is the greatest thing that's ever existed. This is going to be the best movie trilogy of all time. And so you just get so much more hype because of how incredibly good Dark Knight was that you're just like, oh, Dark Knight Rises is going to be so insane. Um, so just the anticipation was massive. Uh, for this, and so that's why I think Dark Knight Rises is an incredible trailer, but it does get the added benefit from riding off of Dark Knight's coattails for sure. Dude, the absolute run that Nolan had with trailers, like yeah. you have Dark Knight, then Inception, which is a really good trailer, then Dark Knight Rises, then Interstellar. Like, come yeah. on, dude, pretty crazy. He he needed whoever did his and then trailers, Dunkirk, he, right? Was there anything else? Oh yeah, and then Dunkirk. Dunkirk wait. Interstellar was 2014, I think. So, yeah, then Dunkirk. I don't think I'm missing anything. I think it's then Dunkirk, then Tenet, which was... If eh. if only there was a way to look it up. Unfortunately, there is not. There is, but oh, it's just so much work. Mm, there's not. <laughs> uh, okay, my number four is The Social Network. Um, starts out oh, with, this, no way. with a super, super <laughs> creepy version of Creep by Radiohead, sung by a kid's choir. Shout out Callie uh, Hotsheller, who hates kids. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, it is so, it's so jarring, because it's so creepy. But the beginning of this trailer, like, the first time I saw it, it's just, like, face, like, real Facebook posts. And it's, like, people, like, doing stuff on Facebook. And I was like, is this, like, a commercial? 
like a creepy commercial for Facebook, which if it had been, then like way ahead of its time for telling us it's creepy to start out with. But like, I'm so confused. I'm like, this is weird. This is a weird commercial. I don't like this. And then it shows Jesse Eisenberg at Harvard and he's talking about like how he wants to invent like the college experience with like online for everyone and it's you have all these shots of like all these scenes and i'm telling you right now i was like i'm convinced like this was just like yeah this is going to be my favorite movie of all time it was just amazing you have my freaking boy garfield who should have won best supporting actor for this this year slamming the computer like i have that picture stickered onto my laptop that's my favorite scene in the history of film it's just like it was so amazing and just the creep song behind everything just made it so weird that it just like i don't know it just made it feel like a horror movie like a david it made it feel like a uh a fincher movie which was like Mm -hmm. it fincher did do this but it made it feel like seven more than like zodiac which is it was so weird but it worked really well yeah cool um my number three i you're gonna it's coming up later for you it has to i think everybody in the world knew this is coming up for us it's mission impossible fallout all right everyone knows where this is on my list <laughs> Duh. uh 2018 directed by christopher mccrory starts tom cruise and henry cavill uh it starts with the haunting piano melody and your mission should you choose to accept it just classic mission impossible getting us right back into the action boats and helicopters and motorcycle chases and stupid spy movie stuff like plutonium that <laughs> i just i love i love that about i love that stupid crap about spy movies where do you they're know always what, chasing do you know what plutonium does i don't No, no nobody does but anytime <laughs> it's brought up i'm like oh crap that's plutonium we're getting serious <laughs> that's bad dude we're getting that's bad. you can't let the bad guys get their hands on that i get so invested in this <laughs> just chemicals that i don't know anything that's about. like when in back to the future he with the doc has like yeah i just bought some plutonium i was like what that's like what every evil genius has in every spy movie <laughs> yeah and of course they have an admission impossible fallout because why not you have to keep the bad guys away from something i, I love that stupid spy crap uh, but then of course you get the freaking bathroom fight where henry cable cocks his biceps and they're freaking shotguns <laughs> Just the coolest, coolest tra- moment in any trailer that's ever happened ever in the history of trailers. It's, this is a perfect action movie trailer. This is the peak of action movie trailers. It's so good. Yeah, I'll get to it later. I'm not going to talk yep. about it now. <laughs> uh, okay, my number three, which I also know is going to be where this is going to be on your list, but it's Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. So I've been a Star Wars nerd since I was, I mean, since I was growing up grown up my mom like loves star wars she basically forced me to be a star wars fan which i'm i'm happy about um this i tried to avoid seeing this so like i was like you're not gonna watch this ty you're not gonna watch this you're gonna go in completely blind and i swear i was like a heroin addict i was just like oh, what if i just like watch a little bit of it and like just know? the teaser not the full trailer just the teaser. <laughs> so i immediately watched it and it was just like I knew I was going to love it because I love Star Wars no matter what. But, like, this trailer exceeded every single expectation I had for this movie. Because I had, mm-hmm. like, okay, this will probably land somewhere between the original trilogy and the 
the sequel trilogy. And it was just like, oh, this like might be like one of the best Star <laughs> Star Wars movies ever. Like the chills factor for like every scene was just cranked up to eleven. Like I swear I had to put a sweater on after watching this. I was just getting so many chills, dude. It was <laughs> and I Danny, I'm not kidding you. When I saw the Millennium Falcon for the first time, openly weeping. Just openly <laughs> weeping when I saw this trailer for the first time. It was uncontrollable. When it was fun, this trailer is just like, it was like J.J. Abrams was like, hey, Star Wars fans, don't worry. I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it. It was just, it was like a comfort. It was like a weighted blanket. It was just like, yeah, you got me. (laughs) I trust you. I can't believe a movie made you cry. That's embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm talking about it in a bit for sure. Uh, and it, I've got two left, and it's not my number two. So uh, my my number two is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, twenty fourteen, directed by James Gunn, stars Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista. It starts off like your standard epic action movie trailer with uh, like just big sounds and big, but whatever. Uh, and then you get Chris Pratt going, "I'm Star Lord, man." <laughs> it's just like, oh, this is different. This is not the same thing. Uh, we get introduced to the Guardians by John C. Riley in this really funny police lineup scene. He's also known as Star Lord. Well, who calls him or who calls him that himself? Mostly, it's just—it's <laughs> so funny. It's so good. Chris Pratt is doing the thing where he like winds up his middle finger like it's a jack in the box. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't know how this machine worked. <laughs> it's so good. Then we get a sneak peek of the soundtrack when it starts playing "Hooked on a Feeling." You just hear "Ooga Chaka, Ooga Chaka." It's so good. Um, you still, of course, get some big action fight scenes with explosions in space because it's a Marvel movie, of course, and you have to have that stuff. And then you get the line, which is one of my favorite lines in a movie trailer ever. They call themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy. What a bunch of a-holes. <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny, man. This trailer rules so hard. I was so skeptical seeing this because... Before or like because like the Guardians were completely new to me. I was like, oh, we're Marvel's really going off book with the MCU. They're just pulling these random superheroes that nobody had ever heard of. But this trailer's so funny. It's still got those big cool Marvel scenes that you like to see. I just I love it. It's such an incredible trailer. Yeah, I was I so I had no, I knew about the Guardians because I've read them like in the mm-hmm. in the comics and. I was off put because I was just like, I don't think they're going to make good Marvel characters. I think this is going to be like way too weird. But yeah, I mean, I think this is the biggest probably Marvel surprise ever, maybe. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just going like a, just making them funny, like really leaning into that, but not obnoxiously so. But just like letting them be funny and goofy and weird was absolutely the right call because otherwise it's just, oh, there's these heroes that nobody's heard of. This is uh, my dad's favorite. MCU movie and I he honestly I don't think he could tell you what happened in the movie it's I think it's solely because of the soundtrack yeah because it's like all of his favorite songs yes my mom also often listens to the soundtrack does not remember a thing about the movie yeah um okay my number two look this might be cheating you can yell at me if you want to I don't care uh, but it's the Man of Steel trailers with one the Kevin Costner voiceover and two the Russell Crowe voiceover no, no. it's the same trailer just yeah voiceover. i'm fine with it same exact trailer it's really a not not a lot is going on you have i mean Zack snyder's just literally should just do a career of making trailers <laughs> mm-hmm. like just stop mm-hmm. making movies because we no one likes your movies just make trailers um 
Except for Army of the Dead, because it was the number three <laughs> most likely movie in 2021, according to the Oscar still poll. Still mad about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, but it's, I mean, it's basically just Henry Cavill being, like, basically working on Deadliest Catch. Honestly, it looks like he's working for <laughs> on the show Deadliest Catch. Um and then, like, you get that end where Superman is flying up and breaks the sound barrier. But the whole time, it's you have Kevin Costner playing Jonathan Kent with a voiceover. And then you have Russell Crowe with a voiceover. And what threw me about this, I didn't know there was two originally. So I saw, I went and saw a movie, and it was a Russell Crowe voiceover. And it was this trailer. And then I went and saw a movie, like, two weeks later. And it was, like, the same trailer, but it was Kevin Costner. I was like, what? okay, what's going on? What? This is totally different. And I went and looked it up. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, it's interesting to see like, okay, which Russell Crowe voiceover are we going to play for this movie? Or, you know, it's interesting. Uh, but I wrote them down because I think they're the best voiceovers freaking ever in any trailer. Uh, the Jor-El, the Russell Crowe one is, you will give the people an ideal to strive towards. They will race behind you. They will stumble. They will fall. But in time, they will join you in the sun. In time, you help them accomplish wonders. I mean, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's These voiceovers are great because they explain a super boring comic book character really mm-hmm. well. Um, and then Jonathan Kent, you're not just anyone. One day, you're going to have to make a choice. You have to decide what kind of man you want to grow up to be. Whoever that man is, good character or bad, he's going to change the world. Amazing. Amazing trailers. And guess what? The movie sucked so hard. The movie was oh, so You think bad. the movie sucks? I hate it. I hate it so much. I think it's pretty good. I was so hyped. I watched this tra- these trailers so many times, and I went and saw the movie and was just like, crap. This sucks. <laughs> I, think, I think Man of Steel is actually pretty good. I kind of like it. I didn't like it at all. I mean, I'm outspokenly not a Zack Snyder fan, not a Superman fan at all, but like, I... It was pretty good, I thought. I think I gave it That's three okay. stars. It is the best Superman oh, movie well, three, ever three made. Three stars is pretty good. Three stars is not bad. It's the best mo- Superman movie ever made. I don't remember the original, so I can't say that. They're also it. not good. <laughs> Interesting. I think a lot of people might be mad at you for that. Come at me. I don't care. I genuinely don't remember them. I haven't seen them since I was a kid. My brother uh, my brother ha- grew up and is still obsessed with Superman. So like, I watched them all a ton as a kid. I don't remember. Um, okay, my number one, obviously, Star Wars Force Awakens. 2015, directed by J.J. Abrams, stars Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Adam Driver. I I had never seen a Star Wars movie before when I first saw this trailer. Insane. That is um, the most insane. Like, yeah. when you told me that, it was the most insane thing I'd ever heard. I, my brother's not that into them. My parents, like, I don't know that they've seen any of them. It's just, it wasn't a thing in our house. Um, so this trailer is specifically what got me into Star Wars. It made me watch all of the movies. Like I, I watched episodes one through six, uh, because I was like, oh, that trailer rules. I want to know what's going on before I go into this movie. Um, and then of course I fell in love with it and I watched all the shows and now like I am a huge Star Wars fan and this universe means a lot to me. And it's all because this trailer was so good that it made me want to get into it. It starts with Ray and BB-8 walking across the desert. You get the who are you, I'm no one, which is a really, really cool moment. Big Star Wars scenes, of course, like TIE Fighters crashing. We get to hear, we get to hear Kylo speak in his helmet and like 
I think he actually sounds kind of cool. How about um, that that shot though, when that red light's coming across, and then you yeah. they switch to the front of his face, and you see it reflected in the helmet. That's so intense. Yeah, God, it's so good. Uh, you get the shot of Vader's uh, melted mask. Uh, you see Harrison Ford. You see the Millennium Falcon. You get the swelling Star Wars score. The Force is calling. Do you just let it in? Just this this one trailer is responsible for a love and borderline obsession with arguably the biggest franchise of all time. And so it it means way more to me than any other trailer I've ever seen. It had to be my number one. Yeah. It was a, I mean, it's such a good trailer. Incredible um, trailer. Okay, well, my number one, probably going to surprise everybody. It's <laughs> the greatest trailer ever made. It's Mission Impossible Fallout. It's <laughs> I will die on that hill forever. There will never be... A good tra- as good a trailer as Mission Impossible Fallout. It will never happen. It was just wow. too good. Um, the voiceover at the beginning to the needle drop to the quick shots of action. Cavill freaking cocking his biceps to fight is just like to this day. Whenever I see that, I'm just like, oh, let's go. Like this makes me feel like I could run through a brick wall. It is like the most <laughs> motivational trailer I could ever watch. It is amazing you get the that one scene where it's just like how's ethan doing and vic ving rames is just like you know ethan and it just cuts to all of the ridiculous stunts that tom cruise is (laughs) it's basically just like how's tom well you know tom he's doing these (laughs) insane stunts for no reason (laughs) at all And, and then you go into that freaking helicopter chase and him just hanging off of a like a cliff it's Ugh, I cannot express how freaking amazing this trailer is. It is so mm-hmm. good. I love it so much to the point where they line up. Like, remember when they line up those gunshots where he does those like four gunshots and it lines up directly with, oh, oh I freaking love that crap, dude. Uh, yeah. This is just so good. It's the greatest movie trailer for the greatest action movie of all time for the greatest spy series ever. I'm calling it now. Mission Impossible is way better than James Bond, way better than the Bourne trilogy. Mission Impossible all the way. All right. Great pick. Obviously, great pick. It was on my list for Freaking a love it. I might watch that after we stop <laughs> again. <laughs> watched it three it times today. <laughs> if you, oh, are you, of the trailer, you're talking about the movie. It's like if you watch the Mission Impossible Fallout every time we talk about it in the show, you're going to be watching it every Tuesday for the as long as we can do this show. That's what I should do that for letterbox one year. Watch mission impossible fallout every single day for 365 days and see if it ever drops under five stars. That's it. won't. (laughs) It's like torture. Uh, Um, all right, cool. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm picturing a pretty significant portion of our listeners just rolling their eyes at all of the superhero and action movies. (laughs) I'm sorry, but like, they're better trailers. There will yeah. be blood is not a great trailer. <laughs> it's not like what I look for in a trailer, but it's good though. It's I mean it's technically a good trailer. It's just like I want to get jacked up to go see a movie. I don't want to yeah. watch a trailer and be like, oh okay, I'll go see that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anything else before we take a break? No. All right. We will be right back with our special guest judge. 
Hello, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with me and Ty as we power rank our favorite movie trailers of all time. Uh, we're going to be joined here in just a second by our good friend Tanner McCandlish. We know her through the Mad About Movies Discord, and she is a trailer editor. Like it is her career to to make movie and TV trailers. So we finally have an actual expert. Uh, as a judge on this one so we're really excited to talk to tanner she's going to answer a few questions that we got via emails and some questions that i had for her so if you're interested at all in the process of uh of trailer making make sure you keep listening um wanted to jump in here real quick let you guys know next week we've got a huge episode uh marcy is coming back everybody's favorite guest judge marcy uh she's coming back and we're going to power rank pokemon uh, specifically first generation Pokemon. That was a direct request from Marcy because it's you know, the only one she's familiar with. And I'm thankful for it because it kind of narrows the massive pool for us to choose from. Um, but if you're a Pokemon fan, if you grew up loving Pokemon, if you have some that are specifically your favorite or you think they're the coolest or whatever, uh, shoot us an email. Uh, you can just type out an email. We'll read it as a letter or you can send us a voicemail in the form of an MP3 and we'll play it on the show. Um, all right, guys, back to the episode. <laughs> And we are back with this week's special guest judge. One of the few times that we can officially like say sort of an expert. Like we, like this person actually is like a pretty much an expert. Hey, we're a field. real podcast. Finally, <laughs> it's Tanner McCandlish. Tanner, what's up, dude? What's up? I'm glad to be here. How are you? I'm good. Um, yeah, it's been great. How have you guys been? So good. Um, we normally just have like our idiot friends on here that don't really know what they're talking about. It's just like that person would be funny for this topic. But you like you make trailers for a living. It is your career. Yes, so that is the job. <laughs> we like we actually have a judge with some legitimacy. It's not just like Tobin who went to Texas Tech and got a music degree. So we have him on for all our music episodes. Like it's an actual like you do this for a living. So I'm glad that you're bringing the rankings just a shred of legitimacy. We desperately need it. Maybe we'll get a sponsor. We'll finally get uh, Bar. Maybe Barstool Sports will finally let us Don't come Don't do that, Ty. I know we've talked about. You're this. right. You're right. Like you want to go joke. on with like Joe Rogan and stuff. I get it. I don't, these are bad jokes. <laughs> We're already two white guys that have a podcast. So I don't want any more ties to Barstool Sports and Joe Rogan. I can't deal with it. Um, <laughs> Tanner, we we've got some like uh, voicemails and emails and stuff that are coming up later that have questions for you but before we get to those can you give us just a rough day-to-day -day on like here's what my job is sure um so as you said i'm a trailer editor um do a lot of marketing that's not always just trailers we do tv spots digital spots content pieces featurettes all that kind of thing so um, we are i'm in a vendor side so that means i work for a company that studios hire so um you know, studios like Paramount, Sony, Disney, Warner Brothers, all that. We have clients at all those studios, and they'll get it through the producers. We'll get projects, and then I will cut them together as the editor. So um, I do work on a few trailers a year, um, but a lot more day-to-day is probably TV spots because there's just so many more of them. It's just a lot more demand, and digital, especially these days, post-pandemic, is really hitting, so... That's been going, but um, yeah, trailers are great. This was my dream job, and I was lucky enough to make it, so it's been awesome. 
that's Sweet. So, so cool. you do a lot of the like when they post a little clip, little teaser to like Instagram and Facebook and stuff. That's a lot of what you do day to day. Yeah, I'd say like the last year or two, the, that's picked up more for us at least. Like I did a lot on Luca and Encanto and things like that. I just did some for a free guy and um so that really has kicked up but i still do luckily like trail like i'm on a trailer right now i was on one like a couple weeks ago so yeah still still working on those uh do you get to watch like the whole movie when they send you this stuff or do they just send you clips how does that work um we get the whole movie early very early usually. <laughs> and then you have to just be quiet about it for like a year i am it is tough it is a tough job uh can't really talk about it at all till the movie comes out or like at, at the very least till like the embargo comes out. But um, yeah, like depends on what it is. Like we'll get, if we're really early, you could be over a year out and be getting dailies. So they don't even have the movie cut yet. And you're starting on the teaser or something or Comic-Con or whatever. And um, you have to like deal with all that ingested footage and cut together a piece. Um, sometimes it could be as soon as like, I think on Uncharted, I worked on a lot recently, like, Three or four months out, we got it. So we were late to add, but we also finished a lot of TV spots. So we got the movie, and it was final feature. So we gotcha. knew what it would be right away. So it kind of just depends on when you get on the campaign. That is amazing. So, like, if I That's slipped great. you some money under the table, like, through Venmo, you think you could hook it up? I like to keep my job, so I don't think so. Um, Come on, you don't want to risk your dream job? <laughs> I'd rather just to not. get tie up movies early. <laughs> Come on, it's a win-win for everybody. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, I obviously enjoy seeing it early. It's also nice sometimes if I'm not working on something to be surprised with everyone else. So I kind of get the best of both there. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, and I think you, you probably knew I was going to ask this because I'm, I'm sure every time you say what your job is, people ask you this specific question. But I have to, like, what are some of the, like, coolest, biggest movies or TV shows or whatever projects you've worked on? And then, like your favorites like ones that you point to go like oh that's my best work gotcha um yeah so i'd say probably most notably like for trailer industry people i've worked on um there was a mini series on netflix called godless so i did the trailer for that a few years ago um and i got a there are trailer award shows believe it or not so i did get a couple awards for that one which was great that's awesome yeah um i also did the peter rabbit international trailer and i got um nominated like a show category nomination on that one so that was pretty fun nice um so those are bigger like recently i just did um they released singing in the rain in 4k so that just came out i did a trailer for that um (laughs) yeah it looks great so that's a good buy um yeah, I mean, favorite, like, things I've worked on, like, I got to work on Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, oh. I did all the DVD oh. extras on Far From Home, which was great. Like, it was really fun. Um, oh, so you saw you saw the Spider-Man movies way before everybody else got to see them. Then. I worked on the first two of the... And you just didn't get to talk about them. That's, like, <laughs> a nightmare for me. I wouldn't be able to keep that. I could not do your job. I would tell everybody... I saw Spider-Man. Tom Holland's so sick. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's no spoilers anymore on Far From Home because that was yeah. a few years ago. But like when I was watching, we'd been on it a long time because I we had all the dailies on that one and the behind the scenes footage. And um, they shot the J.K. Simmons at the end part like a month or two out. And I was just by myself in my office, like freaking out, and I can't say anything. <laughs> I like ran to my coworker, like you, you can't believe this, and they they don't really care. So, like I'm probably the biggest MCU fan, so they're like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah. 
<laughs> I would have lost my mind. I would have gone insane if I couldn't talk about it. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, it is fun, though. Once it comes out, you can see, like, if everybody's, like, on par with what you thought. Because, like, sometimes I'll have opinions on things, and then it comes out, and everybody's, like, opposite of what I thought. Sometimes it's the exact same as what I thought. So it's it's always interesting. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Ty, do you have anything, or are you ready to get into it? No, let's get into it. All right, Tanner, you, I give you a, a brief rundown earlier. I'm going to read these lists out to you, label list A and list B, and then Ty and I are shutting up for a bit, and you get to talk about our lists. You can pick them apart one by one. You can give vague overviews, kind of how whatever you're feeling. It's entirely – it's your podcast, basically, for a while. Uh, I know you brought your own list, so that would be a good time to read those. Really, all you have to do is pick a winner, uh, and you can't pick your own, unfortunately, because of the Batman chain rule. Uh, you do have to, unfortunately, pick one of ours. Um, but if you're ready, if there are no further questions, comments, or concerns, I can get into this. All right, list A, the honorable mentions are uh, the Cloverfield teaser, uh, Superman Returns teaser, and the Suicide Squad. Uh, number 10 is the teaser for Jaws. Nine is the teaser for Black Panther. Eight is Godzilla King of the Monsters. Seven is the theatrical teaser for The Shining. Uh, that's the elevator one with all the blood. Uh, six is Captain America Civil War. Five is Creed. Four is The Dark Knight Rises. Three is Mission Impossible Fallout. Two is Guardians of the Galaxy. And number one is Star Wars The Force Awakens. Uh, list B, the honorable mentions are Top Gun Maverick, Men, and Nope. Uh, ten is the Johnny, Crash, Johnny Cash Hurt trailer for Logan. Uh, nine is the teaser for Godzilla 2014. Uh, eight is trailer number two for Dunkirk. Seven is the teaser for Interstellar. Six is trailer number two for The Dark Knight. Five is trailer number one for Mad Max Fury Road. Four is The Social Network. Three is Star Wars Force Awakens. Two is Man of Steel, both the Kevin Costner and Russell Crowe voiceovers. And number one is Mission Impossible Fallout. Tanner, you have the floor. Cool. Um... I will start by saying I do think these are both very good lists. Uh, Thank you. I don't believe you, but I do appreciate it. <laughs> they are good lists. I believe you. <laughs> it was just tough to look and be like, I mean, I thought in my head, like, maybe I'll look at these and immediately be like, oh, yeah, that's the one. But I did really, like, I watched through everything again, like, even if I remembered it, just to be like, all right, well, who has the edge here? And I did look into it. So I didn't just wing it. <laughs> um, I'll start with uh, list A. Um, so for the honorable mentions, uh, Cloverfield's a great pick. Um, I think there was really good hype on that trailer when it came out and it kind of sticks. Um, they made some good choices in there as far as the no music, like right up to the whole thing just gives you chills. Like it, it's a, it's a solid piece. So, um, and I will say too, like, I'm not a big horror fan, but trailer wise, there are a lot of great horror trailers. Yeah. You and I are very much on the same page there. <laughs> I may not enjoy watching those movies, but I can generally handle the trailers and they are some of the best. So that um, is one of them for me. I think it was a really good pick. Um, Superman Returns, um, that's a solid tease with the good use of voiceover. Um, not really my favorite, so I'm not huge on it, but I don't think it's bad. I just think it's like solid, just not a favorite. Um, Suicide Squad is a notorious trailer. Uh, <laughs> very good trailer for what I would call a very bad movie. Mm-hmm. very bad we are, yeah we both agree very much agree. historically <laughs> bad movie <laughs> yeah like i know that you can say like a lot of times the trailer's better than the movie but in this case it's like tenfold like that movie is rough and that trailer is great um and the whole there's a backstory on that trailer 
So there's a company called Trailer Park. Um, they're a well-known one. And name. yeah, Obvious it, name, but it is a good still. name. Yeah. Uh, they're a little more corporate but they were asked to do this trailer, as were many companies. They were the ones that got it. Um, they liked the trailer so much, they said, take a pass at the feature, like cut the movie, because they had all the dailies. And a lot of that was used in the final. And you can tell, <laughs> because a lot of it's cut like a trailer, because it was. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Interesting so. move. <laughs> yeah, uh, again, like that shows so little confidence from the studio, in my opinion, um, in what they had. And then they yeah. kind of just wrecked it by shoving different things together. Um, I'm sure it had issues regardless, but I don't think that helped. Um, but yeah, that was like to solely in reaction to like how well the trailer did. Um, yeah. But it is solid. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody is a great cue. It's well used in there. Um yeah, this like just missed out on my list as well. Um, I think it's really solid, but it's not in my top ones, but I do think it's great. Um, the Jaws teaser for number 10 on this list. Um, I think it's a really solid, like this is generally what I like. I'm more of a less is more when it comes to what I like, which is why I gravitate towards teasers a lot of the time. Um, and this does that. I just think that it doesn't hold up quite as well as some of the older ones do. And part of that is the graphic use. Um, the jaws being used is a cool idea that just doesn't really stand the test of time anymore. So I think it was probably really cool to see when it came out and it doesn't really do as much for me now. Like I wanted, it's just is a little too cheesy, I guess, um, yeah. in perspective. Um, Black Panther. So this, I believe you guys picked the teaser, whoever this list was. Um, and I think the teaser's fine. Um, our company actually did the trailer. I do prefer the trailer, not because I'm biased. I actually think that the trailer's a little more solid. Um, I, I, I wasn't as obsessed with this marketing as my whole company was. Obviously, they were stoked because it did really well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not that it was bad. It's just I think there were some better cuts in that marketing. So not my favorite there. Um, Godzilla was a great, great campaign. The Godzilla King of Monsters. Um, uh, yeah, they're just using the classical music. They did this for a couple of the trailers that came out and it's a really smart idea. It makes those shots look really epic. Um, really cool. I think it was iconic. Uh, again, like it kind of started a bit of a trend. A lot of other trailers started to do this as well. Kind of like the less sound designy thing. Um, so that was cool. Uh, so didn't, didn't hate that. <laughs> like this list is doing pretty well. <laughs> nice. Um, the Shining. The Shining is on my list as well. Uh, this teaser is so cool and so like ballsy for the time that it came out. I mean, it's an older movie. It's literally one shot. It's like the bloodbath of the elevators opening and that like sound design that's going with it in the rise. It's like really chilling. It's a solid, solid piece. Um, yeah, I, I really like that one and it's pretty high on my list. So good call there. <laughs> Uh, Captain America Civil War. Um, yeah, Marvel knows how to cut trailers. Um, <laughs> surprise. <No way. laughs> yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I think that all around Marvel's got pretty great trailers. I mean, they usually don't have big misses. Um, I, don't, I think it's like, again, it's a little predictable. I don't think it's super special just because they've, you know, they've got their mold and they kind of go into it. Um, they don't break away from that a ton, and I think it's working for them really well. But uh, I don't think those really made my list as much because, like, one's a little interchangeable to the other a lot of the time for me. 
Um, and yeah. I did love, I think if this was the, the version, the trailer that I think it's the one with the Spidey button of the, when he pops in and says, Hey guys, or Hey everyone. Um, if not, forgive me. I did watch all of them just to double check, but, um, yeah, I think that's a great like teasery moment, but, uh, yeah, it didn't blow me away, but it's not, again, I don't think anything on this list is really, truly bad. So that's, there's that. shocking. <laughs> shocked um yeah creed creed's great with the that open of him punching the wall is really memorable um that i love rocky like rocky four is one of my favorite movies of all time well yeah he defeated communism yeah he won the cold war so punched down the berlin wall we've talked about it on the show before rocky single-handedly punched down the berlin wall with his bare fists right i absolutely believe that (laughs) and there was a robot uh, yeah, and then the director's cut, they took out the robot, which, you know what, I don't know about that. Travesty. It's a travesty. I mean, obviously, I still enjoy the director's cut, but I've got nostalgia for the original, so. Um, yeah, uh, it's Creed's just just a great movie, great trailer. I mean, it brings, they make it a new thing in that trailer, like they mostly focus on Michael B. Jordan, but they still bring you Sly at the end, and I mean, it's really smart. Uh, they're not like relying on the old IP, but they're they're using it to their advantage, so it's another great one. Um, Dark Knight Rise is my a guy that used to work with me cut this trailer. Um, it's great. He's really cool. Uh, please let please let him know about rankings and that we appreciate his work here. I will pass it along. <laughs> and also, if he you know wants to make some money on the side, I'll totally pay him for some movies. <laughs> Great. I'll let him know. I'll give you. It's an open offer from Ty to all of your coworkers that Ty will bribe them for early cuts of movies. Well, we'll see. Uh, Any of them are like close to retirement, maybe. Yeah. There's one guy that's like that I currently work with. He's like a legend in industry. He's an older guy. He's cut like everything. He cut like all the Harry Potter trailers. He cut 300. I mean, he he's like been around a long, long time, and like so, he'd be your best bet, maybe. He's like he's got to be close to done. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'll 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 pass along your offer, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, this one, I mean, the football field moment is the moment in the trailer. I mean, that like seeing it in a theater was really cool. Like just like the hush of that moment, like they didn't do, they took away the sound in that part, and it was really a great move. I think the rest of the trailer again is not my favorite. A lot of people have this in their tops. Um, it's not in mine. Uh, but I do love that football moment was used really well. Um, yeah, um, Mission Impossible Fallout, also on my list. Um, gun cocking arms is all I have to say. I mean, insane. That's kind of all we said. That's all you really Baff- need to it's say. Baffling it's- how amazing that is. Still, to like, it will never not be just the coolest thing of all time. It's like his arms are shotguns, dude. How do you do that? That started a trend. I mean. The up uh, for a few years, I think it still is used a bit. It, like right when that came out, like using a sound design that's not what you're actually seeing is like a really interesting technique that can work really well sometimes, and that's like the ideal way to use it. Should be used forever. Ag- every action movie trailer should have someone cocking their biceps like shotguns. Yeah, I mean, I don't see how that's ever a bad move. Official stance of rankings. Yeah, it's a good stance. Uh, Can't wait for the next A24 trailer that has. <laughs> Dev Patel cocking his arms. <laughs> you tell me you don't want to see that? That'd be so sick. They did it in Lamb. Did you not see it in the Lamb trailer? <laughs> oh, I missed that. I <laughs> fell asleep every time the Lamb trailer showed up because I didn't want to watch it. it Creep me out. Yeah, Lamb's not for me. It's a pass. 
uh, yeah. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is next. Great. I mean, very in tone with the movie. Obviously, great cue from the movie as well. Hooked on a feeling. It's good. Um, the character lineup is like, it's like made for the trailer. I mean, it's very obvious choice, but it's one that they had to make. I mean, they line you up to these guys that you haven't met before, and you obviously like that tone. You already want to check out the movie, so that's a solid cut. Um, Force Awakens, great one. Just missed out on my list. Um, it is very good. The hype for that was so high. I mean, after the earlier Star Wars that aren't as well received, and then it was coming back, and like just, just really, really good. Like gets like the chills from all the nerds around the world so so many chills yeah we both had it on our list and i my description was just the chill factor was 211 they're just yeah it just we are we are the nerds you're talking about in this situation for sure yeah i also i mean i'm just like as i was going through it was really hard to make my list because i had such a tough time like making cuts and like both that and rogue one just missed out for me like I was like, yeah, Star Wars cuts great trailers, and they just missed out. Oh, yeah, Rogue One with that sound design repetition is so smart. Like, they're both great, though. Both really good. They did not make mine just barely, but they're great. Um, On to list B. Uh, Let's see. What was the last one? Oh, yeah, yeah. For Top Gun Maverick. (laughs) Bringing back your nostalgia. Great. Uh, This is really good. It's a good trailer. Um... Again, the hype of like IP really works here. Um, everybody pretty much loves Top Gun. <laughs> um, I don't know like what's not to like, but <laughs> I'm really hoping, despite Miles Teller, this new one's phenomenal. <laughs> oh, you, me, same page, dude. Hey, <laughs> look, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> Glenn Powell is so charming that he is. You are going to forget Miles Teller's in the movie. That's what I'm banking on. That's the hope. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, great, solid trailer. Another one that I'm, again, we have our little trailer awards every year, and I was so upset, as were many, like, it was not, it didn't win for best in show, and I'm like, that was the one of the year. I don't know why it wouldn't win. I'm trying to remember what even won, and I can't, which is, uh, yeah, obviously, because it should have been top. Because the trailer came out two years ago. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was for that year, but, and so, like, at the time, it was, it should have won, but, yeah, obviously, everything's been pushed, including that, so. Yeah, um, it's a good one. Uh, so I was I was cool with that. The Men trailer. So I actually prefer the teaser on Men. Um, I think that, again, I kind of go for less is more. That was definitely a teaser that like gave you really creepy vibes without giving you too much. But the trailer does a similar thing with a little more context, um, which is fine. Uh, again, it's something that's like not necessarily new, but it's, they executed it very well. So it's solid. I, I prefer the teaser, but I don't think the trailer's bad. Um, nope. Uh, good stuff. Uh, nope. It, I mean, the Jordan Peele trailers in marketing have been really good. Um, nope is not an exception. So, yeah, it's it's foreboding. I mean, you don't get that much context in what's come out, but it's enough for you to be like, it's got that little bit of humor in it while still being really scary. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's solid. These are the, oh, I might actually watch this horror movie. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's Jordan Peele. yes, Jordan Peele is like my threshold for horror. I can just, <laughs> I can do Jordan Peele and be creeped out, but make it. And like, yeah. past that, it's a no. I can't do it. I've been lucky enough to not be forced to work on horror, so I'm very grateful so far for that. 
Shout out to Gracious Coworkers. Yes, yeah. I'm like, yeah, he, they know. I'm like, you better not. <laughs> it's going to be bad. Um, all right, yeah, Logan just missed out on my list. So good. I mean, the Johnny Cash Hurt song fits perfectly for this tone, this vibe. Uh, it's just a really solid superhero trailer that feels like it could be even a Western. Like, it's just really good. I mean, the cue sets it up and does all the work. So that's really, really great choice from them. Godzilla, um, yeah, this had some good tension. It has that big, like, halo jump going down, and you're, like, waiting to see, like, what's down there, and you just kind of barely get it at the end with that big roar. I mean, it's it's good. It's a good setup. Um, I think, like, it was smart to not do the cue in the background there as well, uh, and it was creepy, so I think it was pretty good. Um, it's, again, not one of my favorites, but I think that it does a good job of what it's trying to achieve. Um, so yeah, that one's good. Uh, Dunkirk, this is, I think this list picked trailer two and I think the teaser is so much better than all the trailers. Uh, again, like I don't hate the trailers. I think they, but they do the same thing as the teaser expanded. The teaser is so good because it's like giving you a little bit of context with the cards and the copy and these shots, but then that end where they have the ticking going and all those guys like in sardines, like on the boat looking up at what's coming. Like it's just like an extended moment of like dread. And I think it's really solid. So yeah, I mean the trailer again, not terrible. Just like I would have picked the teaser if I was picking between the other pieces. <laughs> There's that interstellar. Yeah, this was pretty good. This had the McConaughey um, voiceover going and it had that kind of score cue going that is in Interstellar as well. Um, really good vibe. I mean, I actually prefer this to the movie. But again, it happens a lot in marketing. <laughs> I love Nolan. What? I do love what? Nolan. <laughs> I love Nolan, but Interstellar, not one of my favorites of it. Still good. I'm not saying it was bad. It's not one of my favorite Nolan movies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm already upset. <laughs> um, yeah i mean it's a solid like good teasery piece and i think the vibe captures what the movie wanted to do and i liked it even better so it's my opinion yes. the dark knight i mean best movie ever maybe i mean probably <laughs> I, it's, it's I love the dark knight so much um i can be talked in and out of like my top favorite movies but that's always up there for sure um yeah, this almost made my list, too. This was pretty close. Uh, it focused on the Joker, which was very smart. I mean, Heath Ledger's phenomenal. He steals the show. Like, great, like, creepy, amazing villain. Um, and they showcased that really well in this trailer. Um, and this had the ending with the big, the big rig, like, truck going down. And it was just really uh, intense moment between him and Batman. I think it was a good piece, like, very solid. Um yeah, close to making my top as well. Mad Max Fury Road was next. Uh, also another one considered for my list. Um, the only thing missing for me, like the best part of this trailer is right in the middle when they do, you know, the crazy drums going and like all that stuff. And I just wanted that to sustain through like the back end. And they kind of go a little more um, like they don't do the drums. They do a different part of the score in the back. And it works. I mean, it looks cool. I just like that high intensity and really sharp cutting for this kind of a piece. So it's a good trailer, and a lot of people love this. I just like wanted it to be a little different if it was me choosing. How how often 
I, I sorry to cut in right here. How often do you watch a trailer and be like, I could have done better? Is that like a frequent thing? Because I feel like because I do that sometimes, and yeah, I don't know Ty, how to. Ty do does it. it all the time, and Ty, <laughs> like we thought about making a trailer for this episode, and like both gave up ten minutes in. It's like I don't know how to do video video editing. So yeah. Um... I mean, this happens. Uh, again, there's so many factors that go into making a trailer. So it's hard to say like, oh yeah, I totally could have done that better when I don't know like the client's asking for something specific. You have to do it. The editor can't just not do the notes. So <laughs> you have to do what they ask for. And then there's testing, like audience testing gives you notes. So that's another factor. Like it might not be what's best, but it's what will sell the most. So again, like I can say that all day and it might be true, but I also like don't know if it would get past everyone to finish. So, yeah, it does happen, and it's more frustrating, like, if I'm competing on something with multiple other vendors and I end up losing, and then you see the finished piece. It's it's hard to not try, like, you try to look at the best of it, but it's hard to not be bitter because you're like, man, my cut was great, and this is what finished. But, like, it happens a lot. I mean, you have to be used to, you know, you, you want to win, but losing happens. I mean, it's an odds game. It's a lot like baseball. I mean... Your batting average is as good as it can be. You're still going to miss a lot. So it just happens. But yeah, it's frustrating to see things sometimes, but it's part of the job and you kind of like just deal with it. It's a very professional response. Using that analogy on this podcast was so smart because we're the biggest baseball nerds ever. (laughs) A plus from you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was playing to my audience. <laughs> it worked. So you're you're so much better at this, at podcasting than we are. It's insane. Well, we're not good off the bat. We're not good, so it's not a very uh, high bar. Another baseball <laughs> thing. A plus. Good for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is my, this is my second podcast, so I'm just just doing my best. Well, this is my like 180th, and I'm embarrassed. We're so. still bad. <laughs> like, forgot to click my microphone on the last we should watch a movie episode or something like that and yeah it was bad (laughs) we didn't post the uh, graphic for last week's episode at all still not on our instagram we're bad at this tanner oh that's the graph i thought you were talking about the list graphic the (laughs) no the episode announcement graphic i'm gonna do it right now while we're talking (laughs) we're all just figuring it out it's so bad at this (laughs) I'm not even going to post any caption. I'm just going to post it right away. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry to, sorry to cut you off. Or Dear back God. On your list. It's fine. <laughs> what was last week's episode? Bands uh, who want to see live. See live. Yeah. Thank you. Goodness. Anybody else would be embarrassed, but I think we're just fine with it. We're used to it. Don't be. It's part of the charm. <laughs> okay, it's posted. We're good. Bravo. Two days before we posted the new episode. <laughs> and I still have to post another graphic for the list that we had. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> That's a lot of posting, though. <laughs> two two posts in a week. You say it it's now, it's a lot. But it Listen, really I haven't posted on my personal Instagram in a year. Like, I'm just... I do not post too much. I like repost <laughs> if I finish something, and that's about it. Yeah, I don't do much posting. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. I was on, I think, the social network on List B. Uh, yeah, this, yep, this is great. This is on my list. This is an iconic one in the industry. It's used as references a lot. People are like, oh, can we get something like the social network? And you're like, 
Um, not really, but I'll do. I'll try. <laughs> yeah, try making a good movie, and maybe I'll make you a trailer as good as Social Network nerds. Yeah. How often is the movie good? <laughs> not that often. Um, no, Death on the Nile. I cannot make you a trailer like the Social Network. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Sorry, it's fresh in the mind. Just watched it today. What if you just if someone out like, hey, can you make me a trailer like the Social Network, and you just use the same songs, basically <laughs> the same like in like for. And then just send it to him, but it's just images from that movie. I don't think it would go over well. It would be it's hilarious, though. It's a good bit. If it wasn't your job, it would be hilarious. Death of the Nile. Right, so we'll do it. Death of the Nile trailer sung by a kid's choir singing Creep by Radiohead would be <laughs> hilarious. Just nailed it. <laughs> First try. Uh, yeah. Social network's great. I mean, yeah, starting off on all those... Facebook shot, it sets the tone. I mean, it's something that's not done that much. They're using footage, obviously, that's not really in the movie, uh, which is, I think works to their favor. And it's cool when people do that. Like special shoot stuff, especially, is really interesting. Um, so, yeah, that just using those images was cool. I mean, that cue, great, great pick. Um, and then totally going like with that Sorkian vibe in the trailer. Like you have like that wall to wall dialogue and like, so many times that's not going to work, and this is the time that it absolutely works. Um, yeah, really cool. So that one's great. Uh, back to, yeah, Mission Impossible, obviously Fallout, uh, gun cocking. Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. It's great. Good choice. Uh, Man of Steel, both the teasers. Um, yeah, so Man of Steel pops up on my list, not the teasers, um, but... The teasers are cool. Uh, this is usually, again, what I would go for. For some reason, these don't give me quite the chills that they're aiming for. I think it worked for a lot of people, um, and I don't think it's bad. I think it's um, a really cool style, uh, but it just didn't have a huge impact on me um, personally. Like, uh, And I think it was really interesting that they did do the two versions with the different VO but the same shots. I mean, that's pretty bold. So that was interesting marketing, um, just not super, like, nailing it for me but i i think it was good uh and then yeah for oh sorry i swapped them out mission impossible was first and i skipped star yep. wars force awakens but also very we good talked about them. yeah both of them are on the other one and they're both great so again good good lists overall um Sweet. should we do my list yeah we're at it? Time for it. alrighty so honorable mentions first one is us so yeah um jordan peele that got mentioned when we were talking about him earlier. Whenever, whenever Nope was mentioned, it's it was like, why wasn't us on my list? Because that trailer rules with the song playing through the whole thing, and then the creepy doppelgangers. It's a great trailer. Yeah, no, using that I got five on it, really, really great. Um, it's like a trailerized version, which is awesome. I believe the story goes in the industry, and I don't know for sure if this is true, but that whoever cut it, the trailer happened first, and then they put that in the movie. So no way. Does happen that sometimes. Rules. Doesn't happen Can a lot. Can you imagine being that guy just getting to yeah. brag to everybody? Be like, that song's in the movie because of me. Yes. This is like what I've heard from people. So I think it's true, but I can't confirm. But if it is true, like the other part of the story was, yeah, they got to go like meet with the composer and stuff to help out. Like, and that that's pretty, that's awesome. So, that's yeah, really cool. Um, you know, again, like horror can cut, they can make some really cool trailers. And this one definitely is one. Um, it's creepy. It's effective. Uh, yeah, great, great remix of that cue. So that was great. Um, another honorable mention was the Great Gatsby trailer three. So this one's interesting because the Baz Luhrmann one. That's the one. Yeah. Um, so basically, I hate that movie. 
movie. <laughs> I don't like the movie. I mean, it's fine. I just hates Baz Luhrmann in general. Like, I a lot. It's I, like don't, I don't hate, hate that movie. I just think that part of it was I did really enjoy the marketing, and I was let down by the movie a lot. So that hurt it to me. But, um, Same. yeah, trailer-wise, they had some really good marketing. Trailer 3 is like – I always find it interesting because I usually don't think this works – it's a longer piece. I mean, I think it's just under three minutes, but it's like they use three different cues in it, and a lot of times that usually feels like too much in a mess, and I feel like it really works. Um, so I find it impressive that they had that come together, and they nailed it, and it makes it seem cool, and they play out the love story part and part of it, and I think it really works. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just good montaging and good cues mixing together, and, yeah, the VO work even works in there, so it's good stuff. So that one's interesting. Next honorable mention was Independence Day teaser. So the original. Yeah. This one. Huge. <laughs> My print is right off camera. Yeah. I love that movie. I mean, the movie's great. The president's speech, iconic. Chills every time. I've seen it like a thousand times. And I, every every 4th of July, I play the speech. So it's great. Uh, love the yeah, movie. You're, you're in good company here. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Uh, and that teaser is so cool because it's just showing like the shadow of the spaceship coming over with some copy cards. And then you see the White House blow up. And it was like, that would have been such a big deal if I had seen it in theaters. Like to see the White House blow up in a trailer, I'm like, what is this alien movie? <laughs> like they don't really give any other context. They don't show any stars. Like it's a really bold move. And I think it really pays off. So yeah, Man, I was my brain was so focused on like superhero movies and monster <laughs> movies. I didn't even think about disaster movies. That should have been an easy call. Oh yeah, like even it's not on my list, but San Andreas had some good trailers too. Mm. Like yeah, there's some good disaster movie trailers for sure. Could you imagine though if a trailer came out and the White House exploded, like in the last four years? I think the world might end if that actually. <laughs> Terrible timing. <laughs> that would not help anybody. Right now. <laughs> Sounds sick. I'm in. I'm in for the chaos. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a great one. Uh, number ten on my list: The Man of Steel. Um, trailer number three. So okay. yeah, I the teasers again, not bad. But this one, I mean, they use a lot of VO up top, um, and I again similar to the teaser, but I feel like it's a really effective tool. Um, it usually sometimes that can be like a little handholdy, but I think it really works. Um, and it's got it's like all of yeah, like talking about Krypton and that whole vibe, and that's a really cool part of the movie and a great setup. Um, yeah, it's a little bit of a longer piece, but it doesn't overstay its welcome, which is really important. I mean, it doesn't feel too long, even if the runtime's a little longer, and it really like builds up this momentum, and the tone is great, and the music is great. I just think it really like powers all the way through and I enjoy the extra context in this one when I don't always. So yeah, I think it's a it's really just crazy that Zack Snyder movies make such good trailers and like such whack movies. It's crazy, but it makes so much sense because he yeah. puts visuals above everything else and yeah. it's such yeah. a detriment to an actual movie, but it makes for <laughs> such good marketing. Like yeah. DC has amazing trailer, like the Joker trailer just missed out on my list too. I mean, that's great. It's just these visuals because he's so into them. Like, they look amazing. Uh, it's I can't deny that he has cool shots, but like just having cool shots is not gonna do it. <laughs> like, it's like the slow mo looks so cool in a trailer, and then you watch the movie, and it's like, oh, the movie is also just kind of a lot of slow mo too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you need more to create a story arc. <laughs> so, no, you just need slow mo. That's kind of it, and a classic rock song that's been remixed. That's really all you need. And you don't need to care about any of the characters, but um, <laughs> it's fine. There's, there's sure. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, no. So you didn't like the Man of Steel trailers where it looks like he's a cast member of Deadliest Catch? You like that the longer ones? <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, that I mean. I think, like, on a first watch when I saw those, it didn't bother me, but it does kind of bother me on, like, a second and third watch. I'm like, we get it. He wasn't Superman for a while. <laughs> like, he's on a boat. Cool. <laughs> Can you imagine how freaking good he'd be at catching fish, though? He'd be very, oh I mean, gosh, Aquaman disagrees, but sure. <laughs> yeah, that's a contest. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, good campaign, though, overall. It was, it's a solid one, so... Uh, yeah, another DC one coming up. I mean, the Batman trailer that was the DC fandom teaser. So it was the first Batman piece to come out during pandemic. And it's such an awesome vibe. It's such a departure from everything else that had been going on with DC and older Batmans even. Um, yeah, it has the great cue going on, the Nirvana, um, and the mashup with the score. Uh, it's got great, like... I mean, during that time, too, it was interesting because that was during pandemic, so, like, nothing else was going on. So when that dropped, it was even cooler because we were like, something new to look at. This is great. <laughs> um, but I do think it stands up. I mean, it's my favorite piece of the marketing. In my opinion, the marketing, while not bad, did go, like, just subtly downhill for me. Like, I think the first piece out was the best, and then I think it just, like, got a little too repetitive and not quite as cool as it went. Um, so, yeah, it's just... You know, it's a great vibe, and that subway stop down is like just brutal with those punches. It's like super hard, yeah. and it's so sick. yeah, it's great. And the graphics are really cool too. And that was the first time we saw them with like all the red, and then when it came down like from both sides of the screen, um, yeah, it was really cool. So that was great. My number eight, Deadpool two, the wet on wet teaser. So this is the teaser. There was a special shoot where he was doing Bob Ross. Excuse me, did you just say wet on wet That is teaser? the name of the teaser, and if you look it up on YouTube, that's what you would have to search to find. I don't know. I feel like if I search that on anything on my computer, I'm going to get on some kind of list. Yeah, yeah well, it's just, yeah, that wouldn't be the best, but it's, it's a choice. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was a special shoot. I think that those can be really fun because you just get you also get the tone of the movie while getting something new um, that you're not going to see in the theater. Ryan Reynolds has created this like huge marketing surge that nobody else is still really doing, which I think is kind of crazy. But like, he is so willing to like be in these special shoots and do the extra marketing and the extra work and participate in the creative on it. Like, so many actors they hate doing marketing. They do not want to do it. You call in to say, oh, can you read this line for the trailer? And they'll be like, I really don't want to do that. It's not in my contract. I don't want to do it. I'm not wasting time. Like, can't they use what you're saying? Name names, dude. Put them on blast. Uh, I'm not going to name just names. Kidding. You don't have to. Not gonna, you never know. We, we've <laughs> tried to get you fired like eight times. <laughs> probably Anna Kendrick. It's probably Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Uh, I will say one was on passengers and it was rough. Um, could not get this VO in this ADR we needed like for the trailer or for some TV spots and the sound alike we had, cause some people like we get, they get hired to be a sound alike for temp and they, she sounded great. I mean, she, I wonder who I'm talking about. Is that the Jennifer Lawrence movie? Dude, I knew she sucked. I, mean, oh, I, was, trying to, I was trying to figure Vindication. out, I was trying to figure out what movie that was. I couldn't mm. figure it out. 
I feel so vindicated. <laughs> I've hated her forever. I've just had this like I hate her and I can't explain why. But uh, this is a, such an incredible amount of vindication for me right now. Thank you so much. I don't know her as a person at all. <laughs> like no, I did not meet her. I've not seen her. All I know is that we asked for this read of some lines, and I've never heard someone want to do something less. <laughs> like they read it, like uh, as a, it was like the end of a day on a special shoot. So like I'll give her like benefit of the doubt. I'm sure it had already been a long day. This was a surprise. She didn't want to do it. That's totally fair. But yeah, like read the lines very flat, very monotone, and only once, and like that was it. And you're like, well, the sound alike sounds like a thousand times better, but we can't use her. So, so, yeah. so validated right now. <laughs> But anyway, back to Deadpool 2. <laughs> back to the wet on wet trailer. Back, back to that. Uh, yeah, no, this was like he did the Bob Ross-like impersonation. Again, funny on its own, like he's doing his ad lib. It makes a lot of sense for Deadpool. And then you still get that little short, like, 15 seconds or so montage in the middle that's, like, really well cut, like, quick, gives you some action, some humor, and then you, like, get back out of it with more of Bob Ross and you're done. I mean, it's just really funny. It's like a good idea. And it, it's like a showcase of Ryan Reynolds and marketing is just smart. Like he's willing to do it and it's helping. Like it works. Mm-hmm. So I wish more actors were at least more open to like wanting to try to be more creative in their marketing. But yeah, he's kind of unique in that way. So Actors have Sweet. such a hard life though. I mean, they get paid so much to actually market a movie and if they don't want to. I totally get it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. As I go to my dead end job, I go to every day that I hate. Totally understand it. <laughs> Time when they're asked to read a sentence, it's really hard, and they can't do it. <laughs> Think of the rich people, Ty. Right. <laughs> um, the one I love is my number seven. So this is a little like Mark Duplass movie that came out a few years ago. Um, it's a little indie thing. It's just like it's a great self-aware movie that like this trailer does this thing where you get all these lines with no not a ton of context but it gives you this tone that I was like I really want to see this movie and they're like well what is it about and I'm like I have no idea I don't know what this is about but I think it looks awesome and it like totally isn't it's just really interesting that it brings a viewer in and they use the classical music choice it fits really well um yeah it's just edgy and funny and but it, I just can't even explain it. It's like, you got to watch it because it's, it's not like it's super special. It's not going to make anyone else's top 10 list. It's just intriguing to me that it pulled me in. So it's always up there for me. Wait, what movie was it? The one I love. Okay, because you said Mark Duplass, but you never said the movie title. I don't think, or at least I didn't hear it. Because <laughs> I, I love that movie. I, that movie's awesome. Yeah, yeah. no, I yeah. skipped out. But yes, the one I love. Um Really cool little indie movie with a cool trailer. Um, so, yeah, it's fun. Danny, you would hate that movie. <laughs> if I'm recommending to people, I'm not recommending to Danny. But <laughs> I think for people that are into it, yeah. It said comedy thriller movie? That's a weird comedy. The comedy is like, it's not like, laugh. you won't laugh out loud. What a weird genre. That <laughs> it's super weird. It's super niche. It's like if you if you want a little weird indie, it's great. If you're not into that, it's not for you. Like I'm not gonna push it on people for that. Um, but yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, now number six was Ten Cloverfield Lane. So yeah, nice. great trailer. They use that. I think I'm alone, or I think yeah, I think I'm alone now. I think it was like a cover. It kind of starts as the normal cue, and then it like 
slows down some and gets creepier as it goes. Um, yeah, it's it's just really incites dread. Like you're really dreading what's happening. It's it goes from maybe a little funny to like really creepy. And then when the music cuts out and she's trying to escape from underground and he's like, don't go out there. It's just really uncomfortable because you have no idea what's going on. And then when the title comes up, you're like, oh, it's a Cloverfield movie. Like you didn't know the whole time. So, yeah, I think it was really smart. They should have like 10 Cloverfield Lane is a good title. They shouldn't have like they should have just let that that twist happened naturally. I don't think anybody would have known it was a Cloverfield movie if it wasn't titled 10 Cloverfield Lane. Because, like, well, if you get the to reveal the end and you're just like, oh, the generic monster movie. The reveal at the end is the Cloverfield monster, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but isn't the Clover, isn't the whole point of the Cloverfield monster is that it's, like, vague and not deep? Like, it, no, I feel you, like it could have been just, like, you see it monster. You see it in the last shot of Cloverfield. When the yeah, camera falls maybe that's down, what it is. you just don't see it very often. Yeah. That's why I I don't know that I would have. We both I talked. Would not have had the ability to connect the two. <laughs> we both talked about Cloverfield, and Dan, Danny hasn't seen it in so long, and I I've I don't time. think I've seen it in like two years. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but yeah, I really that trailer for Ten Cloverfield's good. So is the Cloverfield one that was on the other list. I mean, they're really solid. Um. My number five was Mission Impossible Fallout. So nice, right? And with you guys there, the gun talking arms, obviously. <laughs> Once again, Down with the friction. Yeah, so I hate good. that song. Like in general, I think it's such a bad song, but in the trailer, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it is good in the trailer. It's so cool. Like, yeah, it reminds me of like that. Like how cool. Like the harder they fall is just really cool vibes, and like this trailer is also really cool. Vibe. It just feels yeah. awesome. So it's good. Love that. Um, number four, Social Network, we had talked about, like, great creep and all that. It's good stuff. Um, my number three is the Alien trailer. So, Alien, it's an older one. Um, really chilling. Um, another kind of teasery piece that doesn't have dialogue. Uh, it's just, like, really bold, almost all sound design, basically, and it ratches up. Like, you start with just these kind of copy cards, and then you hit into just montage of really intriguing shots that is, like, really creepy. Um, yeah, like, it raises your heart rate. Like, you're watching it, and it's stressing you out. So, yeah, really good. And it's got that – it has a great tagline, um, like, no one can hear you scream in space. Like, they put that in the trailer, so it's it's really good. God, that movie – I need to watch that. I haven't watched that movie in, like – a couple months. I need to watch it again. It's. I watched it's, it last year for the first time because I'm a baby and I'm slowly working my way to some horror. So. Have you Have you watched Aliens yet? Aliens yet? On the list. I haven't gotten to it. Okay, so Aliens is less horror. It's more action. That's good. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, yeah, I will watch Aliens. I just haven't yet. But yeah, it's great. Great trailer. Yeah, this. I really want to. The story behind when James, or sorry, Catherine Bigelow's husband was pitching uh, aliens to everyone. Such he just like bit. he just went up to the whiteboard and wrote alien and then wrote a dollar sign after it. And they were just like, <laughs> okay, we're doing aliens. In. <laughs> That's good. So smart. Uh, yeah, number two, uh, The Shining, which is on another list as well. Um, yeah, just very simple, very effective, one shot. Um, yeah, horrifying and great. And like, you don't know anything about what's happening really, but it's very intriguing. And my number one, uh, Psycho. So 
this is such a like nerdy trailer pick that nobody cares about. But um, I'm glad it's on your list though because we did. I was going to talk about it later. We got an email from Mason Merritt, who apparently does not understand how podcasts work because he kind of just sent me the YouTube link to this and it was like, "This is really cool. Like, what do I do with this? He's probably for a podcast, look, Merritt. What he's do I do? probably watching The Irishman for the fiftieth time. Okay. <laughs> I just like I don't. You just sent me a six and a half minute long trailer. Like, what the hell do you want me to do with this for my podcast, Mason? A weird dude. I love him so much. What a weirdo. Oh man. Yes, Psycho. Again, this is like I don't know that anyone that's like it's super not for Danny at all. It's black and white and it's long. <laughs> yeah, God, I am dreading the day that Ty inevitably picks. Oh up no. Yeah, I'm probably going to pick it in October next year for We Should Watch a Movie. <laughs> yeah. Which means I'm I'm quitting the podcast in September. <laughs> yeah, I would never ma- I wouldn't make you watch it, but I think it is you're a good friend to <laughs> But you you'll like it more than The Exorcist, <laughs> which I made yeah, you I gave watch. Exorcist one star. You'd like it better than that. I would hope. Yeah. I love that movie so much. <laughs> oh yeah, I got Psycho way up there comparatively. But <laughs> But, uh, yes, Psycho, such an ingenious move. Um, Again, this is like a special shoot. I mean, it's Hitchcock walking around the set, and he's, like, pulling the rug out between every sentence. So he, like, starts to explain, like, oh, this is the room where, oh, well, never mind, you don't care about that. He, like, walks up the stairs, and he's like, well, this is the bed where she slept. And this is an interesting place where, oh, well, uh, you don't need to hear about that. And he, like, moves to the next room. And it's just, like, very much him doing his thing and, like, being funny while also showcasing like what could be like he shows like the woman he's like oh and then she fell down the stairs and like was broken in this way and you're like oh it's also creepy (laughs) um but yeah it's just him doing himself and it's such like interesting marketing that i would not have ever guessed they would have done then uh much less now even (laughs) um there's no real spoilers in it they, this was also a huge swerve because they have the different – the woman that's in the shower from the big famous scene in the trailer is not the same woman that's in the movie. So he used a different actress, and they marketed the movie as, like, Vera Miles being the lead actress, not Janet Lee, when in fact it is Janet Lee. So it was just an interesting, like – and he made a big deal of no spoilers. Like, he wouldn't let people admitted into theaters um, after Showtime started. Like, it was just a big, like, no-spoiler experience this movie situation. And I think that was really cool, really smart, and the trailer does such a good job of it, so. I did watch it when Mason sent in the email. Like, it's cool. What? <laughs> just don't know what to do with it. Yeah. So, like, would they play that? Like, there's no way they played a six-minute trailer on TV, right? It would have to... That is crazy. Back then, it wouldn't have been on TV, so trailers back then... They're called trailers because they trail the movie. That's like how they became known as that. So now we see them before as like previews. They used to be after the movie. So this was playing like after movies to promote it. So, I mean, it did play. I don't, I doubt this would have played on TV, but I don't know. So, yeah. Cool. That makes Uh, more sense, I guess. I mean, I'm sure more people would leave and not watch the trailers, but it like, I kind of like that because it gives people like, hey, you have to sit through all these people that worked on this movie and watch all the, but the credits were at the beginning of movies back then. Yeah, but that's when I go pee. 
So I, I would miss them. Well, don't get the extra large icy, Danny. Just I, dude, <laughs> I cannot go to the movies and not get a cherry coke. It's non-negotiable. I'm sorry. And this is not in case. I mean, no way home. I guess spoiler warning, even though it's not really a spoiler. But like at the at the end for the second end credits, it was like a Doctor Strange trailer. So that was yeah. an interesting little callback. Occasionally, it still comes up, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Mason also did say, uh, "Imagine this being done today. I'm picturing Ari Aster walking through the audience, walking the audience through the events of Midsummer. How cool would that be?" Danny would leave. Uh, my answer the is not theater very theater. If Ari Aster had yeah. a six minute trailer, my answer is not very cool. Don't want to see it, Mason. I mean, if, no, thank you on Midsummer, please. <laughs> I just oh, you, I have not watched you'd it. Be the same page, dude. Yeah. It's weird. It's I not scary. I haven't watched it. I'm just. It seems like it's gonna be not for me. It's, yeah, bo- it's, it's not, body it, horror. It's not. Um, yes. It's not like jump scares. Yeah. His next an movie. Man, at one point, an old man jumps off a cliff and it shows the landing. So that's just kind of like enough for me. His, to his next movie, Disappointment Boulevard, Boulevard, which is starring Joaquin Phoenix and Nathan Lane, is <laughs> the genres on Letterboxd say horror, comedy, drama. So, like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> this next movie is good. Did be. you say drama or trauma? Drama, but it's Ari Aster, okay. so you can go ahead and add the trauma. <laughs> Jesus, can you imagine just, just like I want? I want to make sure that trauma is one of the genres. I mean, it my kind family. of is his genre. <laughs> it's kind of what he does. <laughs> no, thank you, uh, Tanner. Great list. I, I get like. I'm so sorry that we were mostly quiet through a lot of that. I know it's putting our guest judges in a weird spot. Every time it happens, I'm just like, man, I feel bad because we're kind of leaving them high and dry. We just have to try really hard to not give away whose list is whose. <laughs> so you you did incredible. <laughs> I don't know whose is whose. Should I be picking a winner now? You wanna- yeah, now, now's the time that you, you have to pick a winner. Unfortunately, okay. you can't pick your own. You do have to I'm pick not picking course. me, and I do have a winner. Uh, I'm going with list B. Yes! I'm Let's so go! Sorry. <laughs> uh, again. But the I, Shining. We had The Shining. Please tell me the social network won it for me. That was one of the reasons, I would say. I'd say, <laughs> like, we had... Never made. We Let's had, go. We had more crossover just because we had social network and Mission Impossible Fallout. So, I guess you could say that tipped it, but... what? We had Fallout in The Shining. Come on! <laughs> I'd say too, like like I said at the beginning, I don't think either of us was bad, and like it's such slight things that I had to decide. Like it was very close. Like, like I don't super love Black Panther or the Jaws teaser, and that like probably helped list B as well as. I just love the nature doc. I love that it's essentially the intro of a creepy nature documentary. For some reason, that just really worked for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is cool. It's just like it didn't felt like it held up as well as some of the others, but. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, both great lists, so it was close, and it was just little tiny things that tipped it, but yeah, I had to go. Do you have any more things that you just either, A, like, can you clarify that for me, or B, just like, why would you pick this? It's a bad pick. Mm, Okay, let's see. What did I have? I think the only thing, when you were going through the descriptions of it, the only thing that I think, like was a different choice is for Captain America Civil War, I specifically chose the one not with Spider-Man, because I, yeah. I wanted the Spider-Man reveal to be a surprise in the movie, and so I kind of didn't love that it was in the trailer, which is why I went with the other one. Yeah, I'd ne- I've never, still to this day, have not seen those trailers because I was just like, I know Spider-Man's going to be in here. I know I'm going to be yeah. pumped. I do not want to see that until I get into the theaters. He does the moment where he like 
slings his web and grabs Cap's shield. Yeah. And that's what they do. And he, hey, guys, I'm uh, little chipper Tom Holland. That that's, I think that's, uh, he does that's that. a direct quote, that too, thing. from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually just played the clip. That's <laughs> just verbatim. Oh my god, that's pretty good. Oh, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think if I had any other big questions. I feel that's like okay. oh, just the Dunkirk choice uh, was my only like hesitation on list B, just because I preferred the teaser. So why did you like the trailer two more? Because they're so I love like so with the Mad Max trailer, I love when it feels like so chaotic and there's so much stuff coming at you. And just, like, retrospectively, like, that, even though it did reveal more, it didn't really reveal anything because it's Christopher Nolan and you have no idea what's actually going to happen. And it's just the longer that clock ticked, the more I was just like, okay, what's going to happen? What's going on? What's going on? Something's, they're all going to die. This is crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, it's okay to play out longer on those trailers because the tension is so great in there. And they do it in the movie, too. So it's a really smart device. And more Killian Murphy. I mean, there's more Killian Murphy in this trailer, and that's always a plus. That's a good point. That's a good point. He's the most underrated actor right now. Agree. Official ranking stance. It does help that I am watching Peaky Blinders, like, right now. So, like, that, that doesn't hurt. But I very much agree. Most of that, so, yeah. New season's coming out soon, I think, right? It like has it's gonna drop on Netflix in like a couple months I think but it like came out already technically I don't know I haven't watched what? I think what? it it it's already in Netflix UK it's coming to the US in a couple months okay how do I like Which I jailbreak my computer to get Netflix UK I'm sure you can figure it out because right? you pirate every movie that you watch oh can just say argument. it out loud like that come on. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, any other thoughts, questions, anything on our list before we move on to voicemails? I don't think so. I mean, yeah, they were just cool. good. They were good lists. I liked them. Thank you. I, I almost believe you. Uh, <laughs> almost. <laughs> the first voicemail is from Austin. What's up, guys and gal? It's your boy, Superhero Junkie, <laughs> okay. Austin. Uh, I don't really have a list. Don't have time to make one because I'm at work. Just wanted to say, probably the trailer I've watched the most in my life is the trailer for El Camino. Just like the movie, it shows some of the best shots. The music choice is perfect. You know, it's just the way it's put together is one of the best pieces of art I think I've ever seen in my life. And no wiser, I was not high when I recorded this one. <laughs> Guys, have a good one. I don't believe you. He was. He's he said it in a voicemail previously and was just very obviously stoned out of his gourd. <laughs> Call him out of the show. Uh, uh, yeah, the El Camino trailer like is pretty sick. I remember it. No, no I no. do remember that. It was pretty good. Yeah. I don't even remember that trailer coming out. I don't remember there being a Breaking Bad movie. For me, it just popped on Netflix. I was like, "What is going on right now? Why is there a Breaking Bad movie?" I feel like I remember some of the hype coming from the trailer and then like it did kind of like like a lot of Netflix it like the movie came and went pretty quick yeah yeah it's just like why add on to a perfect ending to a perfect TV show you know yeah yeah for sure that's tough uh okay cool we got a we got an email from our friend Brandon he has a handful of questions for you in this one Tanner um and I I think I can just kind of read them all at once because they all kind of, I think, will go into one answer. 
Um, but it is like four or five different questions. But uh, he says, hello, Rank King's great idea for an episode. I just had a quick question for Tanner in regards to how involved directors are based on her experience working on trailers. How much input do directors have when it comes to cutting trailers? Do they provide criteria for what they want to be shown? Do they have any input into the music used in the trailer? Are there directors out there who insist on cutting their own trailers? Or is it something that's handled by someone uh, such as yourself most of the time? So uh, just lots of different questions. You can answer them individually. I can reread them if you want or you can just kind of like give a general overview on director's involvement in trailers. But he says, thanks Taylor. Love you guys. Love the show. Your friend, Brandon. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Um, it depends. Uh, generally like directors of mo- more like notoriety do get a say that they've negotiated more in marketing, um, like smaller, like lesser knowns probably don't like the studio just kind of runs with the marketing. Um, the most, like, the biggest example is Nolan. He's very, very involved in his trailers. Like, it's his trailer, essentially. Like, he's not pushing the buttons, but he's making the, he's calling the shots. So, he's really hands-on. Um, I, I haven't personally worked on one. I've just heard this from others that have. Um, but, yeah, like, I'd say majority of the time, they're not that involved. And then when they do get involved... They'll say, like, oh, the filmmakers are looking, which is kind of dreaded by us. <laughs> so uh, it's tough because they're, like, at the finish line. They're not working the process. So if filmmakers are involved, it'll be like, you've already gone through so many rounds of notes with the client. And then they had testing from audience scores, and then you had to do notes on that. And then you did more notes, and it's been months, and you're still going. And there's, all oh, there's, like, two left, and you're, like, in the final two. And then filmmakers watch, and you're like well, this test is higher and everybody likes it, but the filmmakers picked this, so you're out. And you're like, oh, well, that was it. <laughs> um, and then even if the filmmakers pick you, then you got to do their notes, and it could be a totally different piece. Like, it, it's just tough because they're, like, the last line of defense a lot of the time. So, again, it's their movie. Like, if they're involved, then, you know, obviously they get a say. But, yeah, they're just not usually, like, super involved every version. It's usually, like, right at the end. Um, so it depends, but yeah. And then sometimes like an actor will get that as well. Like it doesn't happen a ton, but if it's a big star that negotiated it, they get a say then. So like Miles Teller. (laughs) Can you imagine, dude, you just work really hard on this trailer and then you get a call from Miles Teller. Just (laughs) (laughs) That was it. That's when you find a new job. That's when you know it's you're just done for. Can't do it anymore. Uh, I wanted to ask specifically, uh, and he, Brandon mentioned it, the music. How often is it like, hey, you have to use this song versus, I don't know, show me something cool? Not often that the song is picked out. Usually okay. we'll have a music department, um, like my company has, well, every company has one, and they'll do pull music polls where they pull like a whole bunch of stuff. Like you can also come up with your own. Like that's happened for me a lot if I've like ended up picking it, like I just knew. Or like, yeah, they pull a whole bunch. You can be restricted too by budget. I mean, a, a lot of times it's like we can't afford a big queue. Like you got to go with a library queue, and those are just generally cheaper. So like you get restricted stuff but like if it's like you can pick whatever that's always great um but yeah usually the editor and producer will work together we'll pick one and then the client like that's always a lot of notes usually like client will a lot of times struggle with the queue because that's huge so it takes a while to nail it sometimes yeah that's cool that's interesting i would have assumed that most of them would be like uh hey just a few quick notes on what i want i need you to use this song i would assume that's because that's such a big part of trailers that's interesting to hear that you have so much freedom with them Mm -hmm. that's rare i would say yeah 
Cool. Um, and then we got last voicemail is from our friend Meg. Hi, you guys. It's Meg. And hello more specifically to Tanner. Thrilled to talk to you through this voicemail. I just wanted to send in a message because you guys are talking about trailers and I love trailers. I have a whole playlist on YouTube for them. Um, I separated mine into two categories, Rad as Hell and Emotional. For Rad as Hell, I have the Batman trailer, the teaser with the Nirvana song. It was incredible. The Dune teaser, of course, with the Pink Floyd Eclipse song. I really love the Eternals teaser as well with Skeeter Davis. Um, And then one that I'm pretty sure will be on everybody's list mission impossible fallout because it's possibly Amen. the best trailer of all time yes <laughs> it just you. makes me so hyped i want to like jump through a wall like the cooling man <laughs> um and then i tried to pick one star wars trailer so rogue one i really really love that trailer and it's one of my favorite star wars movies too but the trailer specifically i love then on the emotional list we have wonder woman which no will surprise no one <laughs> I love that trailer. I love the Cinderella 2015 trailer. The one with the movie score over it makes me feel good, warm, and fuzzy. And finally, the last three, both the trailers and the movies, make me cry. Room, the Brie Larson movie, the trailer I love. It's really beautiful. And Call Me By Your Name and Little Women are my last two and possibly my favorite trailers ever. Both the movies and the trailers are just complete masterpieces. That's all I'll bug you guys with tonight. I can't wait to hear the episode and especially to hear the list of trailers from the definitive trailer queen herself, Anna, of course. All right, bye guys. He's big. She, I love that she just listed her all of her favorite movies, which is an excellent strategy because I sort of did the same thing. And just for people who don't know, she's talking about the 1984 Dune, not the new Dune. Yeah, yeah. Huge comment. She was pissed people. about the new Dune. She was like, "This isn't like 1984. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't David Lynch's vision." <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're her favorite. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he's not. He's very clearly not. It's it's well noted that he is not. I didn't know there was a Cinderella movie in 2015. It's uh, Kenneth no Branagh. She's talking about Oscar winner Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> Who's who plays Cinderella? Uh, Li- Lily James, right? Lily James, like your ultimate. <laughs> she's like your girl, dude. <laughs> I've uh, I've made a mistake here. Danny texted yeah, well, me, Ellen, and Megan Spell during the Oscars in all caps. Shut up, Lily James is on stage. <laughs> I didn't want notifications and distractions while she was on stage, dude. Why don't Lily think James, you actually uh, like Kate Blanchett, Richard Madden? I, are you kidding me? This cat, Helena Bonham Carter. This cast rules. Why didn't I watch this? This movie? is like the only good, like Disney remake of the animated movies. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. I mean, comparatively, definitely. But yeah, it's pretty good. I didn't know this existed. Wow, are you even a Lily James fan? Apparently not. Where have I been? This is embarrassing, I no, dude. I truly had no idea that this movie was in the world. That's insane. Wow. Watch out, everyone. Cinderella 2015 is about to pop up on Danny's four favorites <laughs> on Letterboxd. Keep your eyes peeled, dude. I didn't work on it, but we had that at work, I remember. <laughs> wow. Is it good? Um, it's pretty good. I mean, I, compared to the other ones that were adaptations, it, it probably is the best one to me as well. So, yeah, it's, it's not. Wow. I mean, especially if you love her, I'm sure you're gonna like it. <laughs> and I do. I can't I believe you have it. Like the Mad About Movie movies guys have been talking about this like since day one. They've talked about this movie so much. Is that true? Yes. Are you lying to me right now? They brought it up as being the best of the like adaptations. 
anytime they talk about live action Disney movies, they always talk about Cinderella. Because they're usually terrible. (laughs) What have I been doing? This is blowing my mind that I just completely, for seven years now, (laughs) managed to duck every mention of live action Cinderella. Goodness. Um... All right. Any any more? I'm sorry. My mind is blown. Any more uh, thoughts, questions, comments, concerns before we wrap it up and get out of here? I've got nothing. I, I mean, but you had me. I th- Tanner, you were you were great again. I'm so sorry. I have to I feel like I have to apologize to all of our guests. Like we kind of just let you talk uh, and didn't respond for like 30 minutes there. And I feel bad about it, but you did excellent. You did so good. It was like actually engaging and I have terrible ADHD. So the fact that you just kind of talked to yourself for 30 minutes and was engaged, you did, it was fantastic. I thought this was so good. Well, I'm glad I'm, I was like worried. I'm like, oh, I hope this isn't going on forever and boring. So hopefully not. No, it was fantastic, and I'm again. I'm so glad that you were able to add just the smallest shred of legitimacy to this very dumb, dumb podcast. So, <laughs> thank you so much. Is there anything I don't know, like if you're working on anything that you're allowed to say? Hey, I'm working on this that people should keep an eye out for. Do you want to point? I don't know. Like, is there any kind of self promo that you can do, or do we want to just move on? I can't really. I'm working on a trailer right now. I, again, it's going to be a competitive one, so we'll see how it goes. But it's cool and. Obviously, if I finish it, eventually I will be sharing it. If I don't, I'll still let you know. Like, I recently lost out on the Ms. Marvel one, as I said. Again, cool to work on. Didn't work out. So we'll see how this next one goes. But, yeah, and then Singing in the Rain was really fun. That was recent. So, yeah. Cool. Um, let's go ahead and get out of here. Thank you for listening to the rankings. Huge thank you to Tanner McCandlish. Um, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RankingsPod. Don't forget that double K in the middle. Uh, join our free Discord. You can find the link to that in our social media bios and also in the show notes here. We will be back with a new episode next week. Until then, a million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool? A billion dollars. Bye. See ya.